What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Flagrant 2 No Easy Buckets Analysis by Assholes Water Cooler Commentary for your sports needs. And before we start, I just want to uh, say some dates that we got coming up. Akash, you want to get started? Yo! Dallas, Texas, I am coming home. I am headlining at Hyenas Comedy Club in Plano, November 24th. It's two days after Thanksgiving. You gonna be home. Come check it out. Yup, this is my first time headlining back home, so I'm super hyped. Let's get it. Come through Hyenas Comedy Club in Plano. Two shows, 7 o'clock and 9.30. All right, so make sure you get out there. Uh, Yo, I got a new show announcing. Um... I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to tell you a couple, but then I got one that I want to let you know if it's going to be hot. So I want y'all to be there. But uh, first of all, uh, November 23rd, I'm going to be in Albany, New York at the Funny Bone. 24th, Syracuse, New York at the Funny Bone. Um, Then December 1st, I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Relapse Theater. Then uh, the 8th of December, I'm going to be at McGuire's Comedy Club in Long Island, New York. Okay. Then... February 1st and 2nd, Miami, Florida, the brand new Miami Improv. I'm one of the first acts that's going to be in that club, so make sure you come check it out. Uh, San Diego, California, the 22nd through the 23rd of February. And here is the new show announced. Los Angeles. Los Angeles, the 28th of February. Okay? The Comedy Store, the big room, the Comedy Store, the 28th of February, Thursday night, 8 o'clock. Tickets just went on sale, okay, literally a few hours ago. Go get those tickets quick. Every time I come to LA, the show sells out real quick. I'm telling you guys this now. I want my flagrant two army out there. I know y'all always asking me to come through to LA and I always come to surrounding areas. I was just up in Oxnard. I'm going down to San Diego. The LA show is going down the 28th. Get the tickets quickly. Get them fast. I'm going to announce it on Brilliant Idiots that will come out Thursday, but you guys have a few days ahead of them to get to them tickets. All right. So go get them. Um, I got more cities on my website, theandrewshows.com. You can get tickets to all those shows on that website, theandrewshows.com. But now, let's get ready for the show. Why don't we do a nice intro? Here we go. I'm Andrew Schultz. I'm here with Akash Singh, mm-hmm. obviously Alex Media, and Here's- very, very special guests. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to have my man Carl Lentz, Pastor Carl Lentz, in the building yes, sir. today. Studio Plus. Young King. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure. I Young King, it. son of the son of the king, son of the son of the king. Oh, that's a good bio for Twitter. I like that. that's now, if you don't know Pastor Carl Lentz, uh, you do actually you probably do know him for many different things. One might be the Brilliant Idiots podcast. That's it. That you've definitely come on. Another might be his book, uh, which is called On the Moment. Own the moment out now. You can access that. Yeah. You know, obviously Barnes and Noble and all those other stores, but online yeah. as well. Online. Do you do Audible? Yeah, I did my own audio. You record it yourself. Yeah, a lot of people like that. You should because yeah. we're listening to you. One hundred percent at church. Yes, which I haven't gotten the chance to listen to you. But you've been because you're my boy. And Multiple really cool times. Multiple. Why do you think the Lord is keeping us apart, but bringing me close? I think it's like uh, it's like Shaq and Kobe. It's like um, right time, right place. Yeah. I like that. We're gonna have a good. We're gonna have a good Shaq Kobe combo. If I later. may, if I may yep. make it religious, I think sometimes a union is better when you wait. Ah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I told. No, I hear you. That okay? Because I've been to Hillsong twice. Yep, and conference. You came to conference at the Barclay Center. Briefly. I was considering that my second time. Okay, maybe I went to Hillsong twice. You did. In the city. No, I yeah. went to Hillsong twice in the city. Yeah. 
Uh, and then I went to conference at yeah. Barclays. Now, for people who are not familiar with Hillsong, Hillsong is a Christian church. Is there like a domin- denomination it's with it? It's non-denominational, which is a denomination. It just means we're not really affiliated with some of the weird traditional stuff. Okay. Yeah. And again, this is flagrant too. We're not going to get into, you know, tons of religious stuff like that. We're talking about sports. We're talking all about all this table, stuff. I know it is, but I know that what people try to do with you, they try to get you in these gotcha combos. They lose. Of course time. they lose. Of course they lose. But that's not what we're here about. No. I'm- now, I went to this first time I go. Yeah. Of course you're not there. <laughs> you're doing some. I don't know, you were, I think, in Boston. Yeah, it was the way, you're, yeah. Because you often will go yeah. and preach in other places mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Wild. Did not know what to expect. Hmm. I've only been to Catholic church. Right. So when you go to, like, Catholic church in Spain, I think that was the last time I went. What were you doing in the Catholic church in Spain? That's I was living in Spain, and I was like, I might as well get, you know. Just this trying is, to wash away his sins? Maybe mm-hmm. that. There's mm-hmm. probably some of that. It was more touristy, I would imagine. But, uh. And then I went to to this, and it was it was quite different. It was uh, it was like fun. It was a concert. There was music. There's this music element to it. The music thing got me. That's my yeah. cardio music, by the way. Really, I have three songs. <laughs> okay, yep. on Apple Music, I start at the end of the Hillsong singles list. The last song is. You oh, know it. Okay, you got to snap some and film a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna the last song, it, I'm going to show you exactly what I do. Because it's a little confusing. There's like two different Hillsong lists. Yeah. Right? One is Hillsong Worship, yep. and then the other is just Hillsong Music. Yeah, so there's like Hillsong Worship, Hillsong United, Hillsong Young and Free. Oh, so these are different denominations of your no, non-denominational. So like our church has, imagine like a music label. Right. That would be Hillsong Church, and then we have three different extensions of that. So it's like kind of different vibe. Each one has their own sound. Well, I started that Hillsong worship, bro. Yes, sir. And I yeah. do that Oh Praise the Name. Ooh, that is a good song. Bro, I start with the Oh Praise the Name. That's what gets me in. Yeah. Then that wraps around to, what a beautiful name, Live. Yes. I prefer Live. Yes. Because you get the audience in, everybody's cool. going. And then, who, no, 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 who you say I am, this is a little different. No, 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 so will I. So Will I is for the last... How do you choose the music? Well, this just happens to well, be a playlist. No, 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 I'm asking oh, okay. how so do you choose? So my best friend, Joel, yeah. he wrote that. He's like my favorite songwriter of all time. But that song is a... that. What's cool about that song is if you don't necessarily believe what we believe, that song will still get you thinking. Dog. Bring you peace. It's awesome. All of them. Yeah. All of them. And again, I was raised no religion. I had so much fun at the church. Uh, I had a, went a couple times, brought a couple friends. And then I was having a shitty week, bro. Right. And you said, yo, come out to this thing in Brooklyn. I didn't tell you how bad a week I was no, at, but it didn't. was like, a dep- I was kind of down. Wow. And I remember taking the R train by myself out to um, to Barclays. You took the R? I took the That's R. That's dedication. I know. It was bad. And I went there. You could have died. I could have died, bro. And I went there and I, I missed you. Mm-hmm. You were late too, by the way. No, I was back there. I saw you. I knew where you were sitting. Right. Getting ready. And you had to leave to go to a show. Yeah, I was looking came. for you. I feel like I thought. I was just kind of like <laughs> waiting to see Kyrie. Here I am. Uh, <laughs> Over here, Kyrie. <laughs> so I was looking. I didn't see you at all. I saw the people go up. The dude who's like the head of it with the voice, yep, Brian. That guy got a voice. He does have a. Voice. I don't know how many cigarettes you got to smoke a day to get that voice. It's either but. a lot of cigarettes or a lot of sermons. I think it's the latter. 
Because that guy hate my sermon passion. sounds like how southern people say semen. But he, true. <laughs> never, never I got a lot of again. sermons. <laughs> people say he sounds like Bruce the Shark from, from Finding Nemo. Fair enough. The dude's voice is compelling. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there. I'm feeling the vibe. I'm hearing my songs. Everything's good. There was like this weird like modern uh, uh, dance performance in yeah. the thing. I grew up in a dance family. I should appreciate it more. Eh. <laughs> But the music, once they started playing the hits, yeah. it was like fucking Bruce Springsteen out there. It was crazy. <laughs> I felt I felt like, I felt really good. You're you around all the positivity. How again? different is this church than a black church? Just a regular black music church. Um, Really different. But that same it's thing that you're referring people. to. No, a lot of black people. <laughs> a lot of black people. Yes. A lot of black people. Um, okay. But like often black churches are known for their powerful worship. And that's yeah, what we're yeah, kind of referring yeah, yeah. to. I think we would, we would feel that same that same heart, that same vibe. In our- I was feeling, bro. I was feeling good. I was feeling positive. I felt amazing. And I am I literally was like so depressed. as depressed as I've ever been. And I walked out of there. I'm feeling fucking good. I even texted you. I was like, yeah. thanks so much. I yeah. really, you know, it means a lot, man. I really needed that. I, when I walked down into the subway and this guy came up he's like hey man you got an extra swipe and I'm like nah get the fuck out of here (laughs) (laughs) bro get your own swipe bro what the hell man come on dude but for that moment from the Barclays to the train it was with me dude right I was in it yeah wow I was gonna say you were so unmoved you didn't go back next week bro I went back three times really that's more than I've been with most women (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> no, this is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Carl just God. looked up. No, no, God is, just no, looked just at the clock no, no, like how long we got. God is like your main side chick. God is like your main side chick. God is your main side chick. Forgive me, Lord. It's a good metaphor. For look, for <laughs> no, I understand. So a lot of you think it right now, okay, what does what does Pastor Carl Lentz know about basketball? I'll have you know. That Pastor Carl Lentz and I met through basketball. True. Very true. But even before that, this man played basketball at quite a high level. Mm-hmm. South Carolina. North Carolina State. North Carolina oh, State. Oh, wow. Carolina. NC State. North, yeah. NC State. Mm-hmm. NC State. Legit. D1. Yeah. Very good D1. Very good D1. ACC. Yeah. At that time, highest level. What year? Must have been recruited to play there. Yep. What year? Recruited years? to play. Sorry. Recruited to walk on. What year? Uh, 98 to 2000. Did you beat Duke? The Jay Williams Duke team was that you or was that 2002? Well, I, we got destroyed by Duke three times that year because they had Elton Brand, Trajan Langdon. Trajan, oh, the Alaskan assassin, yes. Uh, Corey Maggetti. But I, I went to a prep school coming out of high school and I got a couple good looks, but my, my team was the best team in the country. So right. we had like 13 guys to go D1. One guy Oof. went straight to the league. He was the third guy to go preps to pros. Who? Corleone Young. If you Google him, you'll find out what happened to him. But it, he uh, he just he didn't pan out, to say the least. Okay. But he was a monster. He was like LeBron before LeBron. Okay. Like LeBron's game, that was Corleone. And uh, NC State came to sign my roommate. He got suspended, didn't play. I played in that game and had a pretty good game. The funny thing is I got ejected by halftime. Really? <laughs> it was enough for Herb Sendek at the time to come right in the locker room and say, I, I can't give you a scholarship, but I want you on this team. This is your high school game? This is the year after high school. Prep school. Oh, in the, in the prep school. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I was like, before I even finished a sentence, I was like, I'm, I'm in. Because I was probably going to sign with like, uh, probably maybe like a mid-major, probably even D2. Because that's, that's, that was honestly my level. Right. right. But when you get that opportunity. You go. I'm like, it's, I mean, wouldn't even, what, didn't even think twice. Okay. You go, you end up going to NC yep. State. Yeah. Now, 
I've always wondered what the life is for a, I imagine you're coming off the bench. Better than you can imagine. Okay. Yeah. So is it akin to that, like punter in the NFL or? or no, like, okay. Because I think that's the life. <laughs> it's the greatest job in yeah, the world. By far. Yeah. I mean, Morton Anderson, he's still kicking somewhere right now. Six, yeah, but Morton Anderson, there's pressure on a kicker. The punter, no pressure. No blame. You know no one you're blames right. you for a loss. Actually yes, right. that's true. NFL punter. Yeah, yeah. NFL punter. Um, okay, go Long on. snapper as well, though, because they can't get hit. True. I can't do true. that, though. True. Long snapper, throw something back. So, yeah, the, the life <laughs> um, is kind of what people think it is at that level. Okay. Groupies everywhere. Yep. Testing you. Yep. Actually, you're not a man of the Lord just yet. Correct. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, pastor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you picked a good time to find this God. Is, this is... <laughs> I wouldn't have found God in college either. Convenience. I, but, you know, but what's funny about that is I did. You know what? Right you at did, the okay. height of that is actually when I felt like God began to change my life. So I was, I mean, sophomore year. Began to change your life? Yeah. Like you still had time to get some sin in? <laughs> oh, I mean, listen. sin doesn't stop. <laughs> that, that's, that's, the, that's the problem with listen, sin. Listen, he it's died like, for your sins. Don't let him you die in vain. Continue. <laughs> you had so two like, years at NC State. Trying to reject sin. I think okay, that's the big yeah, right. trying to reject. Now, when you when you go to heaven, do you think there's going to be a moment between you and Jesus where he's like, "Listen, bro, I appreciate you because I I died for the sin, and if you just didn't at least." Fuck a couple girls and then see the very least, the very least, fam. Look at me. I will say that those of us that have sinned much appreciate God's grace even more. So to that point, maybe, I don't, but I don't think that God's keeping that kind of track, right? At all, I maybe. I, I mean, but to your because he could have sent you to a mid major. I think, <laughs> but he was like, nah, you're going to NC State. <laughs> we out <Wolfpack>. here. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. So that that whole time, that whole time, of my life was like. It, you're you're right. It can was, we get it was details? Talk about, details, vivid um, details. Well, you don't have to do anything. I can go, right, go. I mean, I was I was so good at like recruiting that I was in charge of um, the the recruits. They would come in, female recruits. No, the guys. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. You're recruiting you for the starters. A, a coming in, oh. they get to campus, and it's gotcha. me, and there are two other guys who have not signed off. On the confidentiality thing, so I won't say their names. One yeah. was Adam Harrington, um, who's the player development coach for the Brooklyn Nets right now. But he said I couldn't use his name, so I won't use Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so me and Adam, me and Adam, shout out to Sean Marks, Brooklyn Nets GM, who's probably shaking his head once he hears this. Uh, we would get the guys, and we would take them out. I mean, whether that's a, you know we, their hotel room be decked out, and then we go to parties and do whatever. So this was what we saw in the movie. Uh, chips. Uh, <laughs> he got game. Well, that's game. what we thinking. Yeah, he, he got PG he got game. Into a, I'm not yeah. thinking of PG-13 yeah. movies. Pastor. That's the only. Yeah, the only thing I like about Rick Fox. Yeah, is rolling. Okay. That, that's pretty good. That's a pretty good meter for what it was like. Really? Okay, so you're taking them wow. out to parties, and yep. and these are these are high school kids. Yep. A lot of them prep as well. Sometimes yeah, so a year I removed from college. This time, at this time in, in the ACC, the culture was different. So that it was still, you're still going four years. Yeah. You're still yeah. like wanting desperately to, like mm-hmm. so ACC at the time. I was actually that, thinking, me too. That's Vince. That's Vince. <laughs> but you're right though. Jameson. Right. Steve Francis at Maryland. That's, I mean, that's the era the ACC was like. And when, the, and when these athletes stay four years at a college, they become even bigger celebrities sure. than you would say now. Uh, yeah. Because they're, 
not only ingrained into the culture of the school, but they've been on TV right, like Zion for Williams, four. Right. Zion yes. at Duke right now, like he's yes. going to be big time at Duke. But imagine if he stayed for four, for four years. years. Yeah, it's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a different world back then. So then it was, yeah, it was just a big deal to get these recruits. four years of major television exposure. Real quick, so so you're there. These kids are coming. Yeah, and. I imagine if you're part of the basketball team, there's access to like the crazy parties. Access to everything. Yes. Clubs. Yep. Bars. Everything. Nobody, there's nobody's asking for ID, nothing. No, never. Really? Ever. No. So you just, hey, I'm on the team. And all the right frats in. are cool with you. So it's like, cause you know, cause I mean, you never roll by yourself, but if you got the basketball, if you're on the basketball team, you roll with your guys and everyone's like, just pumped to have you at their party. So none of that weird beef, like every party. Oof. Accepts. You're, yeah, you oh, gotta. Yeah, for sure. Right. Cause if you're in different frats, there's like a little frat. Right. Okay. In frat. So you're, so you, so you're pulling up, you guys got the recruits with you. Yeah. You're there. You were here already two years, probably. Year, a year. You're yeah. famous at, on, on campus. For sure. People know the 12 guys on the basketball team for sure. And this is not a little school. This is a huge school. This is what people got to realize, especially, you know, we have a lot of fans listening from Europe. Like college, yeah. colleges in America, it's, called it's the, a fucking city. Well, it's called the triangle. You got Duke, you got UNC, you got NC State. Yeah. And you got Wake Forest right over here. So that's like, I mean, this is basketball's God down there. If you live in Europe, college is Amsterdam. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Do whatever party, you want. Do whatever, whatever you want. Nobody's watching. Great, yeah. No great, kind great, of, yeah. no kind of rules. Yeah. Okay. Craziest party that you end up at. <laughs> One time in particular, we had a recruit who was like the number one recruit in the country, and he was choosing between us and North Carolina. And we stupidly go to a party at UNC. <laughs> Dude falls in love with a girl, goes to UNC. Uh, so. And who is that? Can't say. Because mm -hmm. I don't know the guy anymore, and I don't want to blow a spot up. That's a true story. So we're like, let's just go. We'll hit this party at Chapel Hill. We'll come back to this. We always went to this club called the Big Bad Wolf. We'll hit the Big Bad Wolf, and then, but we never made it out of that party. And then he didn't even show up the next day for like whatever we had planned. The coach like, well, how'd it go with uh, this guy? We're like, that went really good. Next three days, boom, signs with Carolina. Wow. You couldn't tell him you took him to no, UNC because no. he'd have lost his mind. Yeah. How did now, he what, know? What, yeah, go, go. Sorry, how That's did- how arrogant we were. We're like, we just, we'll just- Roll in anywhere, yeah, it don't we'll, matter. Yeah, we'll go down to Duke, whatever, yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you find out you had a knack for recruiting? I think I had a knack for being at the right place at the right time. And the coaches knew that I- I could understand all the unsaid stuff. So, because all that, some of that stuff's illegal. Some of that stuff's, That's, you know, that was gonna, That was where I wanted to go so next. They kind, of, they kind of figured that I was smart enough to know what they didn't want to know, how to pull it all off. I mean, I think coaches just know. Who, who so like a mob are. boss doesn't say to somebody, hey, go I'm going to need you guy. to kill that guy, they right? Say, some of these guys shouldn't be around. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So how I wish somebody coach, would take care of this problem. Uh, yeah, I wish, I have a problem with you. Okay, so do you ever have a time with a coach where they're sitting down there like, hey, girl, I need this guy to have a good time. Yes. That's the combo. Y and yes. then it's like, but, throw vaginas but, at him. But <laughs> the thing is, my coach at yeah. NC State, Herb Sendek, was one of the most classy, non-rule-breaking uh, dudes ever. So it's the above the coach. Or, or underneath, the whole, maybe. The whole system. Yeah. You know, you, you had plenty of room to work around. And so, he didn't know. He just, sometimes coaches aren't going to know. And they, oh, do you so think he chose not to know, or do you think he really didn't know? I think it'd be a mix of like, you just would assume you're going to do the right thing. Yeah. yeah. Hope you're going to do the right thing. And yeah. Okay. So, so that's, that's the craziest party. Yeah. Um, but we don't know really what's happening at these parties. Uh, exactly. What you Orgies. Think is happening. Uh, you know what? Something I, like, it's something like the movie. He's got game where I, literally I two be, girls be, walk in the room. 
I think, I mean, I, that stuff does go on. I was actually at a party that started to go that direction. Yeah. And that was one of the nights where I decided, man, this is, I don't want to, this is, this is too far. Honestly, that's one of the things that started to turn my head a little bit. Too. Do you think it's because you weren't the guy with the two girls? Nope. <laughs> that was not an issue. <laughs> that was uh, not an issue. I got you. All right. Heat check. I just remember thinking, like, I don't, this, this, this isn't, this isn't for me. This isn't you cool felt a me. little guilty. Not guilty. I just felt like this, I know better than this. Okay. Like I, and this is, is before the Me Too stuff. It is before all that stuff's really politically out there. But when you see, you know, five or six dudes talking to two girls and you see where the night's headed and it just, some uh, guys are still going to go that way. But I, even at that stage of my life was like, I don't know if yeah. that's who I ever want to be. Yeah. I don't ever want to be that. No. Just yeah, sharing yeah. vaginas. Yeah, I, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very selfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, different reasons, same destination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I also care about them. Sure. <laughs> I know that. Deep down, deep down. I'm also concerned with them, obviously. <laughs> but One of us at this table has three da uh, two daughters and a wife, so it's a okay. perspective shift. This great family you have, a lot of attention on the boy. Romy. Romy gets mm -hmm. all the attention. He doesn't, but what I always tell people about- On the gram- on Social the media. Here's the thing, though, man. I, I'm really. I'm just about I'm, to be I'm, a father right I'm here. Cool with people, but like I still have that old like that. If you say something about my daughter, if I some, I just I don't yeah, have a so, father. Gotcha. So some people often say like, why do you give your son extra attention? I said, first of all, what you see on social media, yeah. Is what we choose to let you see. So some, some, and it works right. both ways. Some guy was like, "Man, I think you're an amazing father." I'm like, "I appreciate that, but you don't know what kind of dad I am." You're just referring to the social media. I can't say anything. I put up. I'm just concerned the girls don't know how to read. I know that <laughs> Romy's reading. Okay, every week <laughs> I see it over at the yeah. Friday night we, lit. We, we crush it. Um, my girls, I just—they're too beautiful. It's too weird of a world right now. So I don't put them on there a lot. Smart. And Romy can handle his own. He's a little. He's a little OG. You toughen what? him up. Yeah. This isn't a sports question, but what is your relationship with social media? Because that seems at odds with, in my mind, um, like a religious life or whatever. And I'm not trying to pick at you. I'm no, just curious. Like, how do you, because I'm just curious, how do you reconcile that? Well, I think you always have a choice to have, um, to use things or let things use you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people let social media use them. They get their esteem from it. They get their right. acclaim from it. They get their ups and their downs from it. We choose to use any method that the culture says works to get our message out. We're going to use it. That's beautiful. And the problem with, you know, faith in the past has been we have like not used certain things to right. our detriment. So it's like right. social media is bad. Well, it's like maybe, maybe we I mean, can say that you about can use anything. it for good. I would Absolutely. say Got you. faith started social media. <laughs> yeah. Like the Bible is the first social media. The best selling book of all time. Right, but it's your Never first. Like, we get the printing press. We send it out there. Well, first Twitter feed, fire tweets. John has some bars. Always what you want it to be. So right, I, right. I, I've taken different breaks here and there from social media. I think sometimes people get the wrong idea about certain things. So right. I, I'll be, I'll dip in and out of social media. Right. Okay, fine. Basketball. I don't know if people realize how ingrained you are into the hoops world. When you came on Brilliant Idiots, we couldn't really talk about it. You know what I mean? It's a, yeah. I don't know how much Charlotte knows about sports a right. little bit. We're having a really fun conversation right now in a group chat where Charlemagne is convinced John Stockton is the best point guard ever. And, uh, <laughs> and even though he's dude, white, I can't even agree with that. Normally, I, <laughs> normally, I mean, I always tell people when it comes to basketball, I fight for the minorities. <laughs> 
So typically, Mars I'm, is I'm, lit. I'm, I'm fighting for John Stockton, but I can't even. I can't even. Bro, run. it's so funny because yeah. Van is on the group chat as well, and Van is just so triggered by shout it. Out he's, to Van. bro, Van, shout out to Van, but oh, Van boy. is just like he's like he's looking at like players from the '70s, like, Oscar Robertson. He's just going deep right. in the vault. Charles is sitting there like Black Privilege. Charles is sitting there. No, I talked about this in my therapy. Charlamagne goes, Charlamagne, he didn't miss a game his whole career. <laughs> he's just breaking out stats. And he has that amazing voice. So when he says like those kind of stats, he just sound like they matter. More. I mean, he's texting them, but still, it's funny. It's funny to bust balls. But um, but yeah, you are weirdly ingrained in ba- NBA basketball. Yeah. yeah, and I say this weirdly because I don't know how you have time for it. Yeah, I, I understand that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. It seems like the church is taking up a lot of time. You're either traveling or preaching all this stuff. It is my job, yes. But then all, of a sudden, then all of a sudden, I see you hanging out. Some people know, obviously, you and Bieber, and we can get that to whatever. Sure. But I see you always with these guys. Mm-hmm. Clearly, you're working with the Nets a little bit. Yeah, we, we, we're the official chaplain for the Nets. Okay. Um, did for like five, six years with the Knicks as well. Right. But now, this year, it's just the You just got the traded. Good. I mean, I, I'm a free agent. Brooklyn is cooler, you know what I mean? No, no. Stop playing. The, the Knicks have a chaplain that's been there for 30-some years. He's amazing. He's got it covered. And Maybe he doesn't because we've had a rough <laughs> run for the last 30 years. That's a different, different Dude, topic. that is who we need to get rid of. Maybe it's not Dolan. Maybe it's Chaplain. What's his last name? Will you will not get me to put that man on front street like that. Well, I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to get to the bottom Good of this. Luck. What is it? It's What year is it right now? 2018. Yep. Subtract 37. Where are we at? Man, I opened up Pandora's That's box 88. with this. Yeah. Damn, I thought we were going to get to now, the last championship. He was also Knicks the chaplain during our great, great, some great years. Yeah, yeah. like when Patrick Ewing missed, missed that layup. Uh, yep, layup and Charles yeah. Smith uh, met Scottie Pippen. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little, couple more prayers that day, chaplain. Perhaps. Yeah. Maybe some more guys should have came to chapel. That's Ooh. true. That being said, Nets aren't doing well either. Look, We're actually doing fine. Okay. Religiously or playing? <laughs> How well are you doing? I'm going to be honest. I couldn't even fact check you because the Nets have been irrelevant for so long that I didn't even think like they were still playing. Well, I was on a like, basketball level, if you look at what Sean Marks has done in in two, three they're years. They're actually set up okay. It's unbelievable. They're, they're, not just okay, brother. This, this they're, set up, like, they're set up well. He was given the dog shit, rusty anger. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. somehow traded it. But, yeah. um, no, you're, you're actually set up okay. I think there was somebody uh, I saw tweeting about the other day kind of brought to my attention. I forget his name. It will come to me. But um, but yeah, and I was like, okay, maybe in the next couple of years. Yeah. You guys are kind of set up. We'll see what happens. All right. <laughs> um, but whatever. We don't have to get into that. Why basketball? How do you know everybody in basketball? Why are you um, offering to get me sneakers and you can get all the sneakers? Why do we sit front row every single time we go to a game? There are some cool perks to that. I think- um, How? Well, how does this happen? Because well, you played because, at NC because State? there's a lot of Christians in the NBA, firstly. So okay. often with our church, um, you know, you meet one guy- and then you meet another guy, and then before you know it, so it's just a regular relationship, and these guys just happen to play ball in the NBA. So what happens in the NBA circles sometimes is that if you find somebody you can trust, probably won't tell somebody else about it because it's pretty rare. Mm. Right. Maybe mm. In the NBA, my big advantage is I have nothing to gain from these guys. Like, I don't really care. I honestly, we don't need anything from them. Um, I appreciate the seats. I'll take the free shoes, but I'm, I'm good to go home. I've and said I that think, about you before. To Charlemagne, I think I might even said on this show, you've never asked me for anything. You've only given me things. Mm. And it's an interesting relationship when you have that with someone, because especially when you're in entertainment, because it's usually constant asking. Yeah. And then when someone just offers stuff, it's weird 
but it's like, you're like, oh, this guy doesn't want anything from me. And it creates a really interesting bond. And it's kind of what happens to like Burning Man every year. Everybody just gives. Right. Nobody wants. It's like, I just want to give. Yeah. And you really connect to people yeah. in that way through giving. It's and, something and, we try to promote here. But these here. guys on a, on a personal level, um, you know, if their faith is important to them. Yeah. It, it would be, but it, it's not just basketball, but I happen to love it. So it just is a really cool gift from God, really, to be able to work with with guys who do, you know, what I love so much. So right. Been, and then you get to know coaches, you get to know some GMs and people find out what you do and what you might be able to help them with. And, and the rest is kind of history. Some guys that you're close with in the league. Um, everybody good. It's, tr it's honestly true. Everybody. Awesome. KD, mm -hmm. somebody you would say is close to you. Wouldn't have. A, a, most, most of the KD guys that, that are, that are really good. Um, yeah. And then some guys that people wouldn't know. Does a guy, do these guys like, does a guy like KD, do you get, I, I probably got angry at you when he went to Golden State. I probably blamed you through probably text did. message. Yeah. Now, are you, <laughs> did, was that your fault? No. So, so Kevin, um, I'm, 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 did in you these, orchestrate I, that? I'm in these guys' lives on a, on Do a you want to ruin basis. the NBA? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Does Boogie Cousins need Jesus? I was glad, <laughs> I was glad he did what was best for him. But Kevin, Kevin is, is doing awesome. Right. And sometimes there are seasons where guys don't need much. They don't need help. They don't need, it. I'm here if they need me. And, and KD's been in a stretch where he's just, I mean, he is in his, a sweet spot, crushing life, doing mm. well. But I remember back during the, that uh, Golden State, Oklahoma decision, I was, I'm always a proponent of NBA players not letting the league hustle them. Mm. So any, so if- What do you mean by that? Yeah. Well, um, like for instance, if a team tries to use a loyalty card, I'm the first guy to say, oh, that's great. Loyalty is great in the movies or in a book, but this is business. I don't know how detailed you can get, but you would be one of the few people who could give us defensible things for Kevin Durant going to Golden State. So whatever you want to give us would be, whatever you want to say, like, because we don't know. What, what, what am I defending? The best decision he could have made? Because to us, it you is... defend your theory that he should have stayed. If yes. It, feel free to defend why he should have okay. stayed. So this is home. why the, the common fan who doesn't have athletic ability but watches every week right. thinks Kevin Durant should stay. You were up 3-1 on these guys. Mm -hmm. You were essentially the man. You guys lost a lead. Russell Westbrook didn't play well, but neither did you. Run it back one more time. You can opt out, get more money. See if you can beat these guys before you up and join them. So your premise is this is basketball. Ba basketball reasons is Correct. what you just gave me. But if you could triple your net worth, have a better living space for your soul, possibly expand in other San Francisco is a better living space for my soul? For KD. Think about it, though. <laughs> so, uh, you're right. You're right. Bottom line is probably better for KD. <laughs> meaning, yeah, I think meaning, I got like, him pegged for that. Okay, yeah, so the uh, basketball yeah. aspect of it, yeah, I don't think you're wrong. I think every basketball fan, including Kevin, would be like, I definitely would like to battle again. But his life is long, right? right. So his goal is to use this dumb sport to what? Make as much money as you possibly can because the window is this small. So why waste? If that's if that's the best So going to Golden State triples your net worth? Uh, go, you can do the stats on KD right now about his business ventures this year compared to maybe when he was in OKC. And is it just because you're plugged into Silicon Valley, you're getting... Markets are markets. They are yeah. what they are. Yeah. And and he's got a guy named Rich Kleiman, who I don't know if you know, but no. he's his agent slash business partner who added a whole avenue of wisdom that's helped him 
I think just just step up to a different level. So when people talk basketball about why did he go, I get that. I understand that. And also, as in there's no salary cap, sorry to cut you, but there's no salary cap to what you invest in. Venture capital, yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. if you're making whatever he's making, 30 million a year, whatever he's going to be able to make, yeah. that's fine. But if you own 10% of a tech startup that it gets evaluated at a billion dollars, now yeah. this is you know generational wealth. That's interesting. That's an interesting we're, play we're for going coming, to a city. We're, we're talking about coming out of you know the the deep hood you know where he was from coming to a place now where he is he's coming out in san francisco he's he's setting up his his grandchildren right and beyond so but on a basketball level you're not wrong and also, nobody in their right mind would be like oh go back you know rematch that thing fight you know yeah. but at the same time if it was just about basketball you're right but i don't think it is I this think, is one more argument i can yeah. make as entertainers we want to leave a legacy you want to leave a legacy obviously too but to me the legacy of champion who slay Goliath mm-hmm. as opposed to the guy who went and joined Goliath I'm, my the, kids are going to be fine either way legacies are subjective that's the problem legacies history is written by the winners that's what I will say at the end of the day we're not looking back and I just thought if he had waited one more year I don't think anybody would have blamed him you wait one more year you still don't do it oh. you know what's funny and maybe it'd be completely different but like I think people have already forgot that LeBron won a ring in Cleveland no I think they have. I think no, it's old think news. I don't think you're wrong. It's just like, okay, he's in LA now. They lost again to the Warriors. I think I thought it was going to be a cataclysmic shift in basketball. Yeah. LeBron won again. Oh my God, this is crazy. It'd never be the same again. I think it solidified his legacy to a lot of people, but I don't think we're talking about it that much. I would anymore. say day to day, day to day, we can forget and people forget. I think there's been a shift in the way you can feel people perceive LeBron, I think, mm-hmm. but also. Five years later, ten years later, then we look at a uh, history of like your career in the grand scheme. But day to day, we get caught up in the day to day. Day to day, it's oh, the Lakers are seven and six. LeBron can't hit free throws. But then, as you get away from his career, you're right. going to look back on it as a whole, as opposed to like this myopic one or two day thing. Well, yeah. I think you just remember the amount of rings. Like I think most people can't tell you who LeBron Bill Russell was, won his rings against the average person can't they can tell you the amount yeah. but they can't tell you who the I, average I person is not gonna, that, that's the thing though again the motivation is what other people think I think it's a really because that's everything we've talked about that's legacy that's what you've done how many rings like at the end of the day if you live your life like that I think it's a pretty it's a pretty tough way so to sure so he goes there right yep. he gets Huge bump on the amount of money that he can make. Correct. He also wins some rings. This is win-win, et cetera. Yeah. Fair enough. I think the basketball purist in all of us, or the the guy who's playing on the street, we want to run it back. We, we want to run it back, back one more time. For sure. Okay. Okay. Pegged so is a second. So, so, a second oh, so would he. For sure. Right? So that's fine. Does he ask for your consultation at all in a situation like that? Uh, it just depends on the situation. He, yeah. he, like I said, Kevin doesn't need a lot of that. Can we get him to New York? Next <laughs> You know what? I mean, I would break every rule, every motto, every ethic I have if, there's, if there was a chance. <laughs> would you break that chaplain out of the Knicks' hands and then insert maybe yourself or somebody with a great I, voice? Man, I think a call you never from that know. Australian. All I'll say is you just never know. And he proved that by going to Golden State. People right. thought never in a million years. And he, Kevin's the type of guy who will shock people. So you just don't know. Yes, now you okay? Because I was curious when you said I would break every if meaning I thought like, there was a chance. Like I didn't I, think there was a chance when you said that. I, I mean, I I don't know what he's going to do. I, mm-hmm. I don't have any clue. But if there was like even a sliver of hope, man, I would. Do you do the thing? About, my yeah. one of my good friends is Christian. Do you the thing when when these guys ask you for advice? My best friend, shouts to Luther Jackson, very religious dude. Whenever I ask him for advice, he's like, 
you know, man, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you're going to do. <laughs> Luther sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, he's like, it's in fury. I get upset. But he's like, but that's what people do. Yeah. And is that essentially the advice you give these guys? Or do you just say like, listen, pray on it or whatever? I don't think you're out here giving like, here's what I think. No, no, no. I, I think I think my, my job, especially as a pastor, is to try to give perspective a lot of times. Right. And depending on how much advice you want. That dictates what I'm going to say. So some guys, you know, they, they want to hear some wisdom here. And the other guys are like, help me live my life different. Right, right, right. right. And, that's, and then that's what they get. So, I mean, it just depends on, you know. I will say, you did a wonderful job with Bieber. I, I mean, have, I love new Bieber, We were man. talking about I this earlier. Because he didn't know that you had the effect on Bieber. But well, Bieber was in a bad way. He was in a bad place. I, I got to say, Justin gets the credit for Justin. You know, I think it was... I give you the credit. Well, you're... you're my and I think we could talk to Justin that, about Kevin coming to New York. <laughs> I think that we can build a coalition <laughs> yeah. to get Durant over here. Justin worked worked his tail off to be... He uh, came to you? Um, I mean, I've known Justin since he was 14. Ah. Uh, so, it's yeah. been a long, a long journey. Noticeable difference. Yeah, but he worked, his, he worked his tail off for that and it takes a lot of personal desire and discipline to... Get, I mean, no one will ever understand what it's like to have that life. I, I mean, can't even he's imagine. He's the only buddy, he's the only pop star that will ever know what probably Michael Jackson might have felt like. Right. At times, yeah. Like that level of fame. So the right. fact that even if he was like 90% a jerk, yes. that would still be a miracle. Yeah. But not only is he not that, he's actually an amazing human, cares about people. Like this is, uh, this is unheard of. Yeah. Like he never had a childhood. He never had an adolescence. Yeah. He's yeah. never had a chance to breathe and he still cares. There's a, um, first of all, I completely understand the misery. My my buddy had a, we were talking about, he had a joke, I forget exactly who it was. Maybe Mike Cannon, maybe Mike Feeney, maybe it was me, I forget. But we were talking about, uh, they're like, yeah, you know, Justin Bieber always seems angry, he's always upset, he's going crazy. And it's like, yeah, he sings love songs to 12-year-olds. <laughs> like, if you are not upset every day that yeah. you have to sing love songs at 12-year-old girls. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, sing about sex to 12-year-olds. You know what's weird? You go to one of his shows now, though? They're adults. You're looking at they done grown at Cougar Central. They done grown really, absolutely. Well, that's what happens. Like NSYNC and all these guys, they still do like these boat cruises because oh, yeah. finally their fans can be fucked, right? It's like <laughs> after all, it's like they had to wait ten years, but then now they're legal, right? And it's like you did all the hard work. Yeah. Now you're on a cruise. Yeah. It might not be the most luxurious cruise, but at least you have you are with the fans that you can. You start seeing pictures of Bieber on a boat. You know things ain't. Well, no, he's getting married now, right? Oh, that's right. If, if he was on a boat, he owned that thing. Plus the dock it came off of. God bless yeah, you're him. Right. Probably the island too. God bless <laughs> him. I know. I thought it was really cool. And again, I don't know. I just see what the you know paparazzi posts and stuff like that. But mm. I saw some paparazzi come up to him, and they were trying to like you know trigger him and rile him up and that kind of stuff. And he just he just said, "He's like, hey man." Why, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. Like, he was really calm. And then the paparazzi guy was like, uh, I'm just doing my job. And he goes, well, yeah, but you don't gotta. And the paparazzi dude was just speechless. He didn't have anything yeah. to say. Yeah. And he kind of just like moved his camera away and he kept on walking. Yeah. It, it, you know, the metaphor, it's kind of like yelling at officials. It's never went well to yell at an official huh. at Basketball yeah. City <laughs> or at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yeah. No Talk one, about I it. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're in the NBA or you're at Basketball City. Like, I, I've told guys that I love that play professional basketball. Like, where you can't, like, in, in no time, in no place ever has berating an official gone well for you. Carl. Right? It's what it's like with, with it, it was a foul, though. <laughs> I'm with you, I got brother. fouled. I get technicals Call. right now. All the time. Call. Like, this guy 
yells at officials. I'm okay with it. That's why like, I love it. Like, we're, we're like, same cloth on that. Like, I t- he might be the reason why job. we lose games. Yeah, I am. Okay, I actually had to start on. wearing baggier shorts. So, There's racial prejudice. I, I got a couple. Don't get me started on that. Don't even I'm the minority out there. On the racial barriers we have to battle. It's like basketball players. Dude, when I wore high shorts, I get called for carry all the time. I bought extra baggy shorts that come below the knee. Having a call for carry sense. Interesting. Alex, is this a fact? I don't think I think that's bullshit. Alex, well, you don't know what it's like straight. to be white and who You don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> so I get to the rim respect. and they're so their minds are boggled that I could get that far without carrying the well, ball or I'm, traveling. I'm reckless enough to I don't say know the struggle. Like, you called that on me because I'm white. You'll you say know, that. Absolutely, slowly and clearly. <laughs> yeah, oh ready for that. When they tee you up, do you hit them back with the cross? <laughs> Maybe. Just bless him. But God around. bless you. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, but the problem is, okay, the worst, thing, the worst thing that's ever happened on two levels. Go, but, go. Like I used to go at refs, and one time I was at an NBA game, and right before the jump ball, the ref walked over, and he was like, Pastor Carl, I'm like, it's like, you know, my, my, my uh, nephew goes to your church, you know. Oh, like, no. You do. And I was like, mother. <laughs> can't say anything to 51. <laughs> in these leagues, same thing. So I uh, always check with the ref, and, and uh, sometimes they'll either know about our church, whatever. So right then, you know, I know I'm, I'm in trouble because I can't, I got to let it ride. Yeah. That's, That's what we need is more diversity in refs. Get some Hindus out there. You yeah. know they're not coming to church. Yeah. No, no, no. Just <laughs> dig in. <Yeah. laughs> Eat also, some pork, buddy. You're looking tired out there. Also, we're pretty submissive, so you probably, you know what I mean? We're probably just let you have your way. <laughs> no, you're right, Carl. You're right. You're right. I'll get him next time. <laughs> it, but it's, just, it's the funniest case study. So they I'm just on, hit you with the Bieber? Why would you be so upset about this call? <laughs> I am, I'm on a really, I got a team in a hood league in, in Jersey. Like, not hood, but like it's... It's, it's um actually shout out Jersey to is a hood league the whole state is a hood league guys that run Hoopsville are, yeah. are they're awesome but it's called I, Hoopsville so my guys there are they're they're just they're some of the guys are still really street in one game four out of our six guys got ejected <laughs> so I obviously had to get thrown out too like I'm not gonna yeah lie. yeah so we got outside and I'm like guys I love you to death I will I will lie on the stand for you right but the the name You'll lie on the Bible? The name no, the, the stand. Yeah, but they heard the, the, you know, you know heard the, the L? The name <laughs> on the scoreboard says Hillsong Church. So here's my problem with all of us getting ejected. And I'm cool with it this one time, but can we please not let it get that far ever again? Because it was like, I mean, I'm literally, they're just, they're, they're cussing the refs out, about to fight a ref, and everyone gets in on it. So I obviously, I, I asked the ref if he could throw me out. I'm like, yeah. throw me out. Like, do me a solid. It, but yeah, so it's it's a funny paradox to like try to manage that. Uh, but that Jersey League out there is I'm not surprised so many hoopers. I'm not surprised that you're in the hood league because when we went to a game, I think it was the Nets game, um, this, we're walking down, I guess the, I think we're into one of the aisles, I forget what it was. And there are these two dudes, big gold chain and um, some dreads. And uh, Carl just walks by and he goes, yo, let me hold your chain. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude goes, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, give me your chain. And the guy's like, what's going on with this guy? And he's like, nah, I just fuck with you, boy. And the guy's like, yo, you crazy, bro. I was like, this motherfucker fearless, bro. We in Brooklyn. But the other thing I do he is only I, fear God, I, stack, I stack all my teams. So if I hoop with you somewhere at LA Fitness and you can play, right away, can I get your number? Really? Absolutely. So you're recruiting still? All yeah. the he recruiting for the church. 
recruiting for basketball first. Bas- if you, if you, <laughs> steady, Jesus gets your soul second. Like I'm trying to get W's in basketball city. So, what's your name? Where are you from? But yeah, so but it, those are the best relationships I have. Carl sends day. me clips of him hooping. Yo, you, are, you in, are you in Andrew's league where no. they, they tape he all the games? He thinks my league's trash. He, yo, yo, this league where you hitting the 40-foot threes, a lot of scientists. Wrong. A lot that's of scientists. I, that's the top league. You know this. Don't. I mean, That's not the this top is easy league. easy to find. That's this is, scientists in that one, bro. Those brothers were Cornell and Princeton alone. Brothers, it was all Jews. <laughs> Correct. It was all Jews. The one guy, there's a guy on that team that we played, by the way, who <laughs> yeah. just graduated That invented killing. Snapchat. No, that league is the best. I gotta get it out. I gotta get out. What's what's the name of your league? It's the basketball Basketball city. City. We are in the same league. We're not though. Yo, you're wow. 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 Okay, if there's like if there's three. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Can we get can we get Andrew and Carl one on one? Hold up. Listen, Carl already knows what I do one on one. That's how we met. We, we could do that. Oh, that's how you guys met. Oh, I watched him play Jay Will. And what you what were you what's the weakness in his game? You thought. Uh, I, I love What could game. you expose? Hold on one second. We'll, let me just show this one little clip. Hold this on. is you? I'm not going to lie. This one was kind of nasty. So here's a clip. I don't know. Everybody looks like a bum to me. Which one is Lentz? You're going to see. Rebound. Pass out to Carl, who's basically at half court. And we hoisting. Oh, splash. And one, yeah. But it's an one. one. <laughs> didn't call it. I kept telling him. You, you didn't think I was going to shoot it. That's why you didn't call it. <laughs> okay. Jumper, that, nice. True story. Yes, that's the top league of basketball. It's crazy city. how you you're break stereotypes. That you're good at three. I'm in. A, I'm in. I should be in multiple tiers down. I know, but 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 I'm just saying that that. You mean there's just one tier higher for me? Uh, you should play in the in the in the. Let me ask one. you a question. Because some there's some we have some bums on the team, and it, you know when you get into the higher divisions, okay. everybody got a hoop. You can't have any one person that can't. So let me tell you a story real yeah. quick. So I told some of the guys I brought from Jersey. I'm like, don't be fooled by these big white boys. They're all they've been playing, playing ball high level yeah. D one. And sure enough, we we got beat by forty one time. Now I got a team full of all stars right on in the playground. But you go in that league right there, they're gonna run backdoor screens. They're running. Like flex offenses, mm-hmm. and it, you you find yourself looking stupid quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's there's it's good competition, but I feel like there's a league there that's like almost semi-pro. That's that's what I'm talking. Are about. Are you sure? One hundred percent. That's the league you're in. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not the one we're in. I know. I asked us to go down. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go further down. I, I see those games before. I'm like, that's where I should be. Yeah, you need to come play with us, dude. No. It's the 35. I see it, bro. We're 30s, I see it. We're 30s, and then sometimes we play like guys that are young, but they're short. I see it, bro. So, it, and you just bully them. I, I play in the block. I just turned 40. I want to do it, but I, I also feel like it would. I couldn't look myself in the mirror if I went down to that least. Get rid of the mirror. It, you know, <laughs> it's overrated, the mirror, bro. I think what you need to do is just tr- see what it's like to just hoist. I feel what just you're saying right hoist. now. Just hoist. I do that in the semi-pro league. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's why you lose by 40. Sometimes. We're going to win. Okay. Come in. I'm, come I'm, down. I'm, I'm almost convinced. Am I a good recruiter? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. If we play one-on-one. Here's five who, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> All in NC State. You, you gave, Jay Will, you, you gave Jay, Jay Will a pretty good game. Bro, the J. Will thing was so funny, man. Yeah, Dude, be honest. Honest. credit for giving J. Will one point, bro. This guy's hating him, bro. You gave him one point. Do you know I freed him from jail? <laughs> do you know I freed him from Swedish prison? No, what does God say listen, about jealousy? What does that have to do with basketball? Like? All I'm trying to say is God been looking out for me, bro. Hey, <laughs> and he's let me bless that, you. I mean, J. Will worked up a sweat, had to play relatively hard. So he was he his ankle was sore, bro. He scored six points though. You know Jay Will still gets major buckets when we. I mean he's a, still amazing. He just can't. After about twenty minutes, he's got to sit. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because the ankle just gives up? Unbelievable. Yeah. Same burst, everything, but all of a sudden he'll just go, and he'll go and, and take his shoe off and be like, I can't, it's, it sucks, but he's still that much better right now. Yeah, I didn't feel that way at all. <laughs> I felt like he was a bum when I played him, bro. <laughs> I let him score do. six just to keep it interesting, and then I hit my little teardrop like <laughs> I always do. Cross teardrop. We'll do it for charity. Let's uh, do it. Me and Schultz. No threes. <laughs> You're not allowed to shoot any threes. Okay. Not allowed to shoot any threes. They don't count for three. Neither. They don't count for two. <laughs> I don't like playing D that far out. Some guys call me the mid-range gangster for a reason. Ooh, damn. Who calls you that? We Nobody. need to get a bigger gig. Nobody. Yeah, no. <laughs> Shitty ass. Can't let that ride up. Mid-range gangster. defense, that's you. Yo, all right. Now, nah, nah, can you play? Can you D up at all? Yeah, if I had to. Really? I mean, I play D like twice a year. I'm with you on that. Come yeah, down to my league. Come down to my league. One time of your tops that you're Wait, playing Wait, are you bro. saying that you don't like unfair stereotypes about white players, but you shoot a lot of threes and don't play defense? <laughs> yeah, that's how I break the stereotype. <laughs> that's exactly how I break the stereotype. But I will say this. The ref told and you me coach after your players after goes, they get thrown out? I have out? never seen somebody take as many charges as you my whole time. <laughs> you got time. the whitest bro, game ever, Carl. At 40, Carl, you can't be taking charges, bro. I will. You got to protect Ball the body. still life. I will take a charge. I will dive on a loose ball. I will cheat. I will do it all. Right now, in these boots. Is taking the charge the like laying on the cross of basketball? Yeah. It still feels as good as it always does. You got to hit that and then just go open your arms. I'm so good at it. I'm so good at it. I'm so good at it. That's how you got to take all charges, bro. You be legendary. You know, they tape your games. You got to have one of you taking the cross and then as you're falling, go slow motion, black and white, and. (laughs) I need you in my life. Okay. That's that's a really good idea, yeah. Little conspiracy theory going around the NBA. While we have you, I don't know how much time we have you for, but you... I'm I'm here until you say otherwise. Oh my God, don't say that. Then we're doing it. Okay. Little conspiracy theory going on in the NBA. I I originally brought you here because I wanted... uh, I think we should still do it. I think he's... Oh, we're going to still do it. I think that I wanted us to all come together and pray for Mello. Okay. That's why we have our basketball here with the Mello headband. I see it. Um, that's why we all wore hoodies. I mean, yeah. so we just, you, I mean, you have a hoodie. You got, on a, you got a hood on. We even, we even brought a headband for you if you wanted, but you don't have to. It's, it's really up to you. I'm going to put my headphone on. Um, and we want to say a prayer for Mello. <laughs> you got the lighter, buddy. KB, you want to get in, my brother? Can you get another Diet Mountain Dew? Okay, ready? What, give me the context of what we're doing first. Okay. I mean, you've watched basketball. Yeah, you know, I, we I want Mello. we want to pray for Melo and hope that he finds either the humility that he needs to come off that bench and remove the ego and add to a team or just defense. Retires. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I still think Melo's one of the, I mean, he's a bucket getter. Yes. He's going to find the right team. They're in China. I think the right team is There's on team your basketball city league. No. I think that's the right Shanghai. <laughs> Shanghai. I right. Him Mello and Jimmer Fredette. I think Melo's got some good buckets in him still. Okay. Yeah, at basketball city. Call. Lines of sin, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. What can we pray for him? What can we pray that God blesses his life, keeps him safe, um, continues to give him wisdom? Okay, let's do that. I like that too. (laughs) We're going to pray. Okay, let me light the candle. candle. Do you guys do candles? I know, sorry, I didn't see a lot of candles. You can bring a candle if you want. You can bring a chimney. You can do whatever you want. 
God bless it. Okay, let's hold hands. Okay. Alex, we would have you here, but you know. You're a sinner, bro. <laughs> Who's praying first? Uh, you. I you, think you, you lead I think it. you lead us. You're, yeah. the, you're the prayer man. Okay. Well, Lord, we pray for Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. that you keep him safe, help him to continue to be a phenomenal dad. Um, thank you that he's a blessing to every community he's ever been in mm. as a player. Mm. And we believe he's going he's gonna to have some great chapters yet to come in his mm-hmm. NBA career. Mm-hmm. Buckets for days. Uh, in Jesus' name we pray. Can we pray for defense too? That's what I was, I was thinking. Dad Lord, is the wrong yeah. D that yeah. I was thinking. Other Ds. We, there's other Ds. We're going to add defense. Yeah. May you have a defensive resurgence even. Yes. A defensive resurgence. In your name, we pray and for also defenses surgeons. further. Defensive what about, what about just like, just rebounds without the fuck out of here? I got it just like an <laughs> regular. I like it when he does that. I refuse to pray against okay, that. We won't, okay. We won't just pray maybe for that. Maybe he comes That's down fair. with it after that though. Yeah, he doesn't. Carmelo comes down with even yes. more rebounds than he does now. And right. do we? And also, maybe if we could just add on a little addition that um, he he continues to play basketball in in Asia. Lord, I reject that last statement from Andrew Schultz. We pray that <laughs> we uh, just want to trade Jimmer for debt for here. We just want to trade him, Jimmer for Carmelo. Should. And I'm going to back out of this prayer, Lord. Well, now. we're, we're lasting, lasting. Can we pray that he finds happiness in Golden State, where they have enough championships? Is that Lord? If if Golden State is your will. <laughs> Let it be. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 All right. To the dome three times. Okay, we did it. Thank you. Now, do we leave that on? We'll leave that Let's on. Leave it on. Why not? Rumor has it that Mellow is not the issue in Houston. <laughs> this is going to be tough for me to navigate. Oh, he knows. Something. I don't want to put you in any. You know, you're my guy. I got you. I'm not the one who's here to just real quick. I'm not here the one to put you in any position. I value our friendship way more than that. Appreciate you don't want to speak anything. I got you. You don't know. Go ahead. Continue with your premise though, because you're All, really a, you're really a good premise leader. Okay, because what I've heard, obviously As Dwayne Wade sent it out there. Yep. He said, "Oh, they're making Mello the fall guy in Houston when it's not Mello." Hello, Stephen Jackson. Comes out. He says, oh, they're trying to blacklist Mello. It's not Mello. Rumor has it, Harden is the issue. Um, I think... Man took a swig of water before. No, that's just because I was on a plane from Boise, uh, Idaho. Okay. And also that prayer. You needed thought, to yeah, really summon you know, took a lot all of it. You lied a little bit about Mellow skill in that prayer. God probably just that. took your... I he made you thirsty. <laughs> he got upset. He said, Carl, <laughs> you do still sin. <laughs> oh, it's hot down there, ain't it, Carl? It gets hot when you lie. Mellow is an awesome dude. Um, I believe that. I think... Uh, we should point that out. This is a dude that well, is great for the community. For, I mean, the Everybody right, respects right, Mello in terms right of who he does. Talk about stuff that's real. We're only talking about basketball with Mello. Yeah, yeah. community guy. Always been charitable. Always right. been invested. Yeah, I mean, Mello would be this. He would talk about his stats the same way you are. They're there. Mello's stats really, are stats. Stats don't lie. He's yes. really like Robin Hood because he gives to the community by stealing from every organization he plays from. <laughs> Mello's still, <laughs> hey, Mello's still pretty hood, though. You could, you, you might oh, I know, streets, I know, right? so I know. I, the, the danger of being my size is that I'm my size. The beauty of it is it's like, really, you don't beat up somebody this small. Come on, you? look at this It's guy. embarrassing. Yeah. It's like beating up a child on a short bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, they okay, got too so much in common. Here's the thing. With Love the Honey Nut Cheerios. The NBA, <laughs> the, the, the NBA, ready for this? Lord have mercy. Kathy Lentz, this is why Kathy I told you Lentz. not to download this podcast. My mom is my mom is in town. She oh said, Can I come? I said, Mom, you cannot come. She said, 
She said, can I listen? I said, you can. You're going to love Andrew when you meet him. Oh at the goodness. 53rd minute. But I, I feel like the content of this podcast, but my mom, the moment she meets you, she'll she'll go to war for you. Oh, I love it. My mom will still go at people on Instagram to this day. Really? Like really? i look at some feed and, somebody, and my mom will be like, you don't know my son. That's um, That's dope. But tell us, what do you Okay, think? so- I think Houston is a good micro shot of the macro NBA problem, mm. which is ISO players mm. who want theirs, accept no blame, but want all the credit. That's an NBA problem. So Ooh. you put you put mega stars, and you know James Harden is a great player. Chris Paul is a great player. You add Melo, pseudo uh, mega star. Eric Gordon. You got like you know a Gerald Green coming off the bench. You got PJ Tucker, who's an old vet. Mm-hmm. Love PJ. He did a lot of personalities. Okay. That's why this hat is on my head for one reason. T.Y. Chandler, my brother. Love Tyson. I love Great I'm a mad man, man. Have. You have to have, with that many personalities, you have to have a guy who has the respect that you can gather. Um, you can gather personalities and they're going to listen. Houston, I don't know if they have that. So there's no veteran leadership out there? There is veteran leadership, but it's just different. Like it's... Um, I don't know, I, I but I agree with what whoever said that about. I don't think Melo, Melo's Melo. You know what you get with Melo. He's not the problem. But so why what 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 I what I didn't understand about Stephen Jackson's post. I don't know if you saw him. I didn't see it. Uh, but he was uh, he was talking on Instagram about oh they're blackballing Melo. Yeah, they want to get him quick, out can of you the look league. Up Jackson's post. And uh, basically, um, what I asked Stephen was, what does the league get out of this? Like if you're going to blackball someone, I understand that. There's usually a reason. Like, why is Lance still in the league? I don't why is Javale? I don't think there's an or it's not like a Kaepernick real right. black boy at all. Yeah. No. I think is, it's just sorry to interrupt, but no. would who would you rather blame for a problem? Your superstar franchise cornerstone? I understand why the, the team is doing it. I don't understand why the league was doing it. And that's what he was okay. he was saying that the league was doing it. I don't think the league has anything to do with anything that's happening with Melo and the Rockets okay. at all. I don't think there's some conspiracy like get Melo out of the league. Why would they do that? It, they, they it, it didn't make sense for me. He still sells jerseys. He's still a superstar. Right. So I'm going to be honest. Sense. I actually wanted to dress up as Melo for Halloween. I couldn't find a jersey even at the NBA store. So he doesn't sell jerseys. But you got to understand. I Unless you customize your own jersey. I think Steven Jackson makes some good points, but he also has a very skewered view of the NBA. Right. This is the guy that, you know, was in an iconic brawl. Right. Who lost his livelihood for a year who, for backing up his boy. Like, so he, the way he thinks about the NBA with good reasons, different. Yes. So he would be quicker to think. Right. This right. might be a conspiracy. So okay. your your take on um, Melo being released? I think that Melo would have just probably seen the writing on the wall and been like, I'm not going to mesh here and I want to go somewhere where I can. Oh, Melo asked for it, not the organization. I don't know. I don't know. This but is the I, assumption again. My assumption would be. Uh, Melo, he, he is who he is at this point in his career, and I think that he's big enough to go. I mean, let's just let's just both agree. Maybe this thing will work. I don't know. Does he still think he'll have a shot at playing in the league this year? Yes, without a doubt. Do you think he'll get picked up? Without a where doubt. Where do you want to go as a fan? I would like to see him in a role where he can come in and be Olympic Melo. My issue with Olympic Melo is, there is and no Melo in general, yeah, is. The three-point line in the NBA is out of his range. It's not in FIBA, and it's not in college, but that extra foot or foot and a half, whatever it is, is slightly out of his range. Yeah. And for whatever reason, he just can't knock it down with consistency. His mid-range is a college three. His yeah. mid-range at times is a FIBA three, but he, that NBA three- 
Oh, I should have brought you some of those runs this summer with Chris Brickley, who you need to have on. Oh, the show. we watched him. I would love to bring him on. Yeah. But the runs from He'll the gym the over second. on the west side. Yes. Yeah, hook that up. That'd be great. But if you watch Melo in that setting, he's such a monster. It's amazing. Like I, I, I think that the the back down mid range mid post obviously it's gone. Doesn't exist. Right. But my gosh, when you see Melo just chew up these guys, it's it's still fun to see. He's undeniably one yeah. of the best. ISO players in the history of the game. We had a friend of ours, uh, and I was talking about, I forget exactly, but he goes, if Melo is in the league during Jordan's heyday, yeah. Jordan doesn't have six rings. Now, that's a big thing to say, hmm. but he thought that his game was so perfectly suited for that style of basketball yeah. Yeah. that Jordan might not have the same amount of rings. Here's why I think Melo could have a, a good season somewhere, because there's going to be some coach like... D'Antoni doesn't have to do this. Daryl Morey, they don't need to do this. They're good. But if I'm a middling team and I'm a good coach, I'm taking on this project. I'm going, all right. I, like, like you would use a special Middling team like Oklahoma City Thunder, like the New York City, like the New York Knicks six years ago. Middling teams. Maybe. Maybe. But I'm saying, here's what I'd like from you. 20 minutes a game. Shoot it every time you touch it. We're going to play a zone. W- whatever it takes. I'm, I'm going to gamble because I got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. But these teams have something to lose. That's a risk because you're talking about chemistry. You're talking about flow. But if your team sucks, please, uh, let, let me, I'll, I'll see if Melo's got something in the tank. I mean, I'd rather watch him shoot than whoever they have right now who's an average <laughs> right. Joe. 76ers showing interest. In Melo? Yeah. I'm doing it. Whoa. I'm doing it. Why? Whoa. Why Sixers? Think about who they don't have this year that they had last year. Think about it. Especially with Covington gone. Who is that? Who Who's coming off the bench to hit big shots right now? If Redick gets in foul trouble, if uh, Butler, you know, isn't having a good game, like to have a guy who can come in and get you 20 on who, a young, young So you young have him team? come off the bench and then you have him... Be like a be a four. Shoot, do what you do. It's your world when you're on there in that second unit, third, whatever it is. Like some games, like what did he what is it against the Nets? Like so, I think that was the beginning of the end. Maybe so he has this game. Harden sits. He comes out. He drops twenty eight against the Nets. Plays right. a great game, and he's playing mellow ball. Right, Ball. they're just giving him an oppose. They're play, he's, It's an antiquated he's part of the game, it. but he's yeah. hooping. And I think that inflated the ego. And these guys have egos. Yep. I think that inflated the ego enough where he started chirping. I can do this. Yeah. I can do like I can Adrian talk. Peterson, I want it 40 times. Hey, right. give it to me. Right. I don't care if I'm 32. I don't care right. if I'm 30. I give it to me. And I think now he's talking to D'Antoni. Now he's talking to the organization. Yeah. He's talking to everybody in practice. And they're like, Maybe. this is what we cannot have. Because before that, he was on board with whatever they were doing. But I think the trade-off is if you are going to take Melo on, don't try to have him fit in. Right. You fit into him. Yes. And quit. Ma- this dude has proven that, that other style isn't going to work. Right. Like, so if you're going to take a chance on Melo, it's got to be the Melo that he thinks, not the Melo you want him to be. The problem now is how many teams are willing to fit their system around a backup four. That's what I was just wondering. I don't know. You're but game that, planning. That's what I'm saying. You got to hope you have that you system have already. to lose. Yeah. Yo, what about Utah? Utah runs Bro, that slow down off. There's a bunch of teams that I think he could slide right into his ball. If he thought he was bored in OKC. <laughs> it's about to go down. Okay, see, I can't believe he, you know, I mean, that that organization, they run a really tight ship. Yeah. And the moment they had that press conference where he laughed. You knew he, it was a wrap? I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's just so not, OKC is like a college team. 
I mean, it is. I mean, back in the day, uh, Kevin couldn't when wear. When you say that, you mean not yeah, good enough on, to win uh, the pros? No, I mean like uh, they just, they have like rules. They have stuff yeah. you can say. You can't say, we're wearing the same color shoes. We're wearing suits to the, like, they just run a really. What were you saying back in the day with Kevin? Like he, he couldn't wear some signature shoes. They wouldn't even break the rules for him. You know, so it's like, that that's their value though. Their cultural value is this is who we are. This huh. is what we do. So they're not willing to break the rules for Kevin. They're fucking superstar guard. No guards, sorry. They're superstar everything. <laughs> Whatever position he wants to play. <laughs> um, that has to play into the decision to leave. No, because it, it, I mean, like I know Presti for one. Hold on, sorry to bring back. They let Russell Westbrook wear whatever the fuck he wants to the game. Yeah. yeah. Now. Oh, but that didn't Time happen before. Change. Like they're, they're. I mean, they're not like a an old albatross organization. They'll they'll flow with the times. I'm saying as a culture though, some yeah. teams are more like yo, you know, Golden State's a real loose locker room, real loose culture. Like yes. you do what you want as long as the product is there. Other that's the idea behind most startups really right go other, to the meeting other organizations are a little old school with like timesheets right? right some offices in New York you gotta sign a timesheet like we trust you but sign a timesheet that's our value other ones there's no there's, a, there's no cubicles it's a free flowing you know office, office space, space right yeah. so that OKC would be more like a traditional you know high value just button down organization and do you think it's possible that a player of Kevin's caliber can look at a situation and go, hey, I'm a superstar. I can get that treatment that I want in other places or at least be part of a franchise that's going to be more open where I can act whatever I want. I don't know. Maybe. If I'm a superstar and I'm looking at this team that's not bending for me about a signature fucking sneaker, do you know what I mean? And then my teammate is dressing like um, one of these. Well, I, that was, maybe it was a bad metaphor or analogy because it, those are apples and oranges. I, my point was they have like strict rules, strict culture values. Right. And the moment he said that, like you just, that's not going to fly in OKC. You can't laugh off a question about. What is a very realistic thing? Yes. Might you come off the bench and Mel looks to whoever's like, you hear this guy come off the bench? Like, I knew right away. I was like, man, I, I don't know if that's going to work. Now, do you say that to these guys if you're plugged in with them? Do you hit them up or do you just, not really? You just have again, your like yeah. it's a. I'm not. I'm not here to be anything but a voice that you ask for. Right. But if someone said, "How should I handle it?" I'd be like, "I probably." You know. All right. Fine. Play. Jimmy Butler, big trade. Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Buckets. We I'm a huge. Jimmy. We love Jimmy Buckets. Huge Jimmy. We're huge Jimmy Buckets. It took that long for somebody to do that. I mean, it's the Houston offers four first made. rounders. So yeah, so Houston offers four first rounders. Now, granted, they can't be in a row because of the CBA says you can't do. Yep. That has to be every other year. Still, I'm tell you what happened with this. Go. They called that owner's bluff <laughs> because that owner kept thinking that he could just. No, and the value will keep rising. No, and the value will keep rising. He was wrong. He ended up with two okay guys, but I mean, they got blown out with that trade. I mean, that's so what the worst trade I've the, seen. The, in the that owner, set. meaning the owner of the Timberwolves, yep. and Tibbs is the guy who's really doing the. Tibbs was trying to trying to make it work. Yeah. So think about this. So if you you get a, a really good trade offer, like f four first rounders, like I mean, if you could see the end of the line, you're making that deal. But if you think now nah, we can get more, nah, not really. I've never seen more than four. You first lose rounders. your leverage, and so I think that's what happened with the Butler thing. Like it got so nobody thought that Jimmy Butler would stick to his guns like that. <laughs> he really did. Wait he, a minute, that Jimmy would stick to his guns like that. I mean, you'd think most guys would bend and like kind of fit in, but this dude kept on. I have on good authority 
that Jimmy told Thibodeau, I don't care if we go 82-0, and I'm not re-signing. Was there a reason? A bunch. Thibodeau takes your ACLs. So there was, here's what I thought was interesting. I saw two things the day before the trade. I, I First, I saw a quote that said something like, um, I played 42 minutes tonight. And then a reporter said, what does that mean? He said something like, too many fucking minutes. <laughs> and something like that. And that was a shot at Tibbs. Tibbs need to take me out of the game. And I, then there was a meme, yeah. sorry, real quick, no, of Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Jimmy Butler literally throwing the ball on Andre Wiggins' head, it looks like. And then Andre Wiggins is closing his eyes and the meme is something like, this motherfucker's not throwing a ball in my head right Spin now. But it was exactly head. what is actually happening. And then the next day, yeah. this trade happens. They, I just don't think they liked each other. And if you're a superstar, you don't have to stay. And I think he saw that they're giving money to these guys that I don't really like. Yeah. He doesn't like cat. The cornerstones. Right. So, I mean, once you see that, it's like, cool. This is where we're going. I want out. Cat's beta, man. I was surprised to see that. But Jimmy just ate through that guy. It, that's how he's going to eat through Markel Fultz. Uh, we'll get to that in a okay. second. But it's like, I know, we're going to get to another prayer. Do we have more candles? <laughs> I don't know if, <laughs> know if we have enough candles. Uh, but but I think that he was just a shell of himself, Cat. Yeah. I mean, Cat went from last year calling himself the best player in the league to this year not even being able to put up shot, to asking himself to be taken out of the game after he airballed a three. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens. Like some guys can't but handle that Jimmy's alpha energy. A, yeah, he's a dog. He's got he's got Kobe energy. He's he got, got Kobe, Kobe energy. Throws. He's got Jordan like, energy. Like, like I want to fight. I want to fight you right now in practice. Right. Some guys are not built like that. All of these young guys aren't built like You're that. You're not wrong. And, not wrong. And to be honest, I mean, we had this conversation on this very podcast, but I think that really hurt Kobe towards the end of his career because he just didn't know how to motivate the younger generation of player. Yep. Whereas LeBron doesn't come at you. LeBron is, does a handshake with you. LeBron is like your favorite teacher in elementary. LeBron's right. a genius though. So yes. He's willing to modify enough and still be who he is. Like a, LeBron is still, he will still cut you. He will still get you shipped out in an hour. Right. But you will know it. That's the difference. That's how he's molded. So he, he'll he try, but at the end of the day, if, you know, if you don't do what he wants, you're done. Right. But yeah. most guys are like that from Kobe was like that all, you know, in your let, face. You know, before you set foot in the locker room, if you don't produce, you're done. Show me. I think LeBron now is such a good leader where he'll figure out how can I at least give this a shot? You know, how can I make this guy feel like he's loved, welcomed, whatever? And then if you don't produce, you get the the true, true, true. Do the guys in Philly, are they at all concerned that Jimmy will eat through their young guys as well? They got guys like J.J. Redick in that locker room, bro. Like they got, I mean, Brett Brown, who's an an awesome coach. Yeah, Um, He's too strong of a leader. So sometimes in the NBA, uh, the coolest coaches, I don't know, like Steve Kerr will cuss you out to your face. Really? I did not nose. know that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Really? So the, the coaches that are kind of like, uh, you know, the cool guys, like they don't really go anywhere. They don't really, they, it's, it's, I mean. You, you consider go, Brett a cool guy? Brett Brown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do, but I also know he'll, he'll, he'll dog cuss He's you He's saying back. Brett will go nose to nose with you. And so will Steve. Yeah. Yes. But are I'm trying to understand, are they the cool coaches you're talking no. about? Oh. I mean, you know how some coaches, they try to get a player's coach and they try to just- Oh, be, I see Steve is that way. That's what I thought Steve But, is. but his, it, it works though. I think the value in Golden State is Steve Kerr will cuss you out to your face and he'll encourage you to your face. Mm. He's not going to go behind closed doors 
and cuss out the star where nobody can see it and only cuss out the other guys like he's consistent. So Steve is cursing the players out. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that to be true. What I know to be true is that he is, he is direct, direct dude. Yes. So he's the first one to roll the ball out and be like, Steph got 50, shoot that thing from half court. But also the guy who will let you know on the way back, like, that's not what we do. He's not afraid to do that. I think guys respect that in the NBA now more than ever. Why? Because there's not a lot of real relationship out there. I think it can get really disingenuous really quick. And I think ah, it, yes, yes. You're the so, star of the team, and I'm going to butter you up because so, my job depends on it. So you're going to get on me for not playing, dude, but we're, we're here watching film with this dude being lazy nine, nine times in a row. You're not going to say a word. Slowly but surely, the fabric starts to rip. Brett Brown, J.J. Redick. Um, who's kind of bringing guys through in right. that culture. Isn't Tibbs a pretty, he seems like, I mean, he'll destroy your career as quickly as he can. He seems pretty hard-nosed. He those, seems like he's I not going to I think those coaches are Bobby Knight dinosaurs. There was a shift a couple years ago in college where it, it used to be my way or the highway, right? And yeah. then coaches started to realize that doesn't work anymore. I can't throw a chair at you and cuss you out. That doesn't endear me to you. That new generation, you need to go to their house you need to know their mom's name. You need to know where their grandma lives. You need to find a book that's going to matter to them. A lot of coaches are too proud to do that. But Calipari. And you think Tibbs is too proud to do that? I yes. don't know that guy Tibbs is a sociopath. He is, 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 but yeah. if you're making NBA guys practice like the teams yeah. that Tibbs coaches practice, I... So there's a line between you too friendly and... I think so. Tibbs. I think and that, that line I, is I, I think whoever you are, you got to be that all the time. Right. That would be the the baseline for that. Markel Fultz, how much longer? <sighs> Do you see the most recent clip? No. I'll bring it up. But how much longer do we think? <sighs> if you get drafted that Has he high, reached out to you? I don't know, Markel. Do you think you should reach out to him, maybe? <laughs> God bless him. He got a lot of Bible scripture, I, man. He, uh, I don't know him at all. I'm sure he's a great guy. It's just he's in a tough spot. Look at this. Oh, no. Yeah. He pump faked a free throw. An angel fouled him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I mean, like, what are we talking about? Is this... Is this? Well, I have a theory, though. That, yeah. I mean, two things I would never do as an NBA team. I'm not drafting a dude who can't shoot. And when I say shoot, I mean shoot. Lights out. And I'm not drafting a big guy who's fat. Mm. Ever. Right, Ever. Right, right. But yet, NBA guys, get they do it all the time. Because if you're fat in college... Forget it. it. Before you get paid. Oh, right. So this guy who's not disciplined now with his whole life in front of him, you're going to give him $100 million and now he's going to stop eating gummy worms every night? It's not going to happen. So uh, Markel Foltz, I know that he got, what, 25-something a game at Washington. I, I would have looked only at his shooting percentage. Because I, I, in the NBA, if you can't shoot, you can't Wasn't he known play. as a but shooter? But he could shoot. Not known well, but he's he could shoot. And cut, he was a scorer. He, he could get scorer. buckets. He wasn't a shooter. But... He has some sort of disability. I don't know what happened. It's the craziest thing. It's a mystery. I don't think anybody knows. It's a nerve thing in his shoulder. Guaranteed what it is. You know, sometimes like... Um, now you're talking <sighs> truth because my guy Landry Fields... Yeah, Landry's done because of it. The elbow, right? It was the. It was awful. Like yeah. He just... There's nothing he could do. Like he went from being an amazing... He was a know, good shooter. He was phenomenal. A, yeah, yeah. But he just couldn't... This just didn't... It never came. And then they tried to... He tried to switch and shoot with the left and he had, you know, physique. Yeah. I remember it. He was up with the Raptors for a little bit, yeah. right? And um, so, yeah, I think what's happening with him is he... 
it's something in his joint or something in his shoulder joint. And you might not be wrong here. When he lifts, I think he doesn't have the control that you and I have. We can slowly lift. Something's up. And I think what happens is he pulls up and it yanks back. But credit to Brett Brown. Yeah. Credit to Philly for not bailing on the young guy. Like after this year, I don't know what's going to happen, but yeah. I know they've given this given guy him two years, two years, which to me, that, that says something about an organization. I mean, if honestly, if I was them and I, for whatever reason, wanted to keep Covington or whoever, I just said, listen, I'll trade you Markel in a second round pick for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is going to eat Markel Fultz. We don't need him here. Also, Markel and Cat will get along great. Both nice guys. Good energy. Yeah. Nobody's yelling at anybody. He got a lot of potential. Take him. Yeah. 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 Keep sorry. Keep Covington. But this move here, big. Tyson. T.Y. Chandler. Yeah, because he establishes the, the culture, right? I mean, he, he already won him a game. Culture. Did he ever? I'm a oh, Mavs fan, so like yeah. I, I love block. Tyson Chandler. Um, mm-hmm. Your take on the Lakers. Can that be held together, that band of misfits, that Justice League? It also, is LeBron one of your guys that you... I, I know LeBron. I wouldn't say that we're... Like, I know him like I know some other guys. Right, okay. But for what I know of him, he's, you know, he's he's... He's a boss, man. He's changed the NBA. Landscape. He really what has. What do you mean? Business, I mean, no one has ever had a business model like LeBron James. Think about what he's done. He took his boys, his crew, and they run the world. Like, you can't touch their the way that they operate. I mean, every guy that's been attached to LeBron has succeeded, whether it's Mav Carter and beyond. But just what he's done, I think it's just phenomenal. To basketball specifically. Business-wise of basketball. Yeah. Do you think it's a conflict of interest that he's partners in an agency to represent players and he's also a player? In the I game? love it. I love it how he pushes those envelopes. Right. Like I, I like to see these leagues start to lose their footing of control. Really? So I'm for all that. NFL, all that. Yeah. I love what Bell's doing. This is very Jesus of you. I just don't like- Isn't I mean, that what Jesus did? He rebelled it, it, a little it's bit? It's like all these guys the institution? woke up. Yeah. Like some of these guys woke up and they were like, you know what? We're going to do it our way. I'm not right. going to resign. Why do you like what Le'Veon Bell is doing? I just think calculation-wise. Because there's no league like the NFL Agreed. that cares less about their Agreed. guys. Agreed. So you got a running back who has a three-year shelf life, max. Agreed. And this guy wants guaranteed money? Good for you. Don't ever set foot on that field until you get your guaranteed money. Now, I don't know Will him. Will he get it? Yeah. That's my question. Yeah. From whom? I don't know. Because that's the risk. Is will he get it? I'm interested. To see, I can't wait to see if it pays off for him. And the I'm a big NFL fan. Me too. The problem with running backs, perception-wise, is they're very easily replaceable. Someone on the ticket, I always listen to this radio station in Dallas, he says they're like big pens. You buy them cheap, you use them up, you throw them out. That's mm. true. That's how we treat them. Now, if you're Le'Veon, I'm looking at a franchise tag the second year is what, $14 million? Yeah. I know I could get more, but I don't... Well, I know, I know I'm worth more, but I don't know that I could get more. Mm. I'll play one year, $14 million, that's essentially guaranteed, and then... That is money that I, I can live on. That yeah. is money that I can invest and live on the interest and be good. So that's why I hope he gets his money, but I don't know that it was the right move. Calculation but any NFL guy that puts their foot down to get what they're owed and you have the, the skill Agreed. to do it, you got to do it. I just hope it works. I just don't know if he's going to get what he believes he deserves. And James Conner stepping in and doing Kill so him. well is really not a great look. What happens next year? At the end of this year, what, his contract is up? Yeah, I guess he's his contract a free agent. Yeah, and he's right? a free agent. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty so sure. You, but he didn't show up for this year. I know, but, they don't but back to money. the point though, LeBron, he changed the NBA forever by taking control of his own career. Period. No team has ever owned him. No team has ever forced him to do anything. Like he does what he wants, and guys kind of I think have followed in that mold. Who else? Well, I don't know if 
that's probably a tough call to say who's doing what he's doing because nobody can. But I think guys can now at least have the vision. Well, Kevin did. Kevin signed the right. one and a half year deals, you know? Right. Can uh, I ask you a question you might not be cool to answer? LeBron, you were talking about making everybody feel welcome. What I read from the outside is Kyrie didn't necessarily feel welcome by LeBron. Do you know that to be true or not true? Can you speak to it? I can't speak to it, but I can say that, uh, I mean, alpha, alpha, alpha. I don't know where that's going to work often, yeah. you know? And I think, but I, I don't think there's any bad blood or anything weird like that. Okay. Are there no alphas in Golden, Golden State? Yeah, that uh, seems like five alphas. I think that maybe there's different kinds of alphas. I don't think Clay's an alpha. I think... I think Steph is a is a sleepy is a sneaky alpha. I think he's the alpha Great, well alpha. Said. I think I think he's sneaky alpha, but I also think he's so egoless in certain in ways that he's willing to sacrifice some alpha to make room for another person. I don't think KD's an alpha. I think he's the bottom alpha of the group. I don't think he's an alpha. I think he's a I think he's an I think beta hey, listen, you laughing back there. <laughs> okay. If Kevin Durant's not an alpha, there is no such thing as an alpha. But here's my thing though. I think there's different like uh it goes different ways on all on the same level. So Draymond, here's why it works. He's an alpha, but he's a facilitator. Rarely do you have that. Mm. Rarely, if he if it, it most most of the time most alphas, alphas want that ball, scorers. give me buckets. Right. So you've got one alpha in Steph who is a humble, egoless dude who's an alpha. Yeah, but he's so smart that he knows like the best alpha does what you get. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's a dog. An alpha. Yeah. Um, through and through, it just he, he has a different personality, so it looks different. But you, you can't be an alpha. Or not be an alpha and do it. I don't done. think he's a okay. Let's call him an alpha, but I don't think he's like a grade A alpha. I think he's like a grade B alpha. Like I think Kevin's the type of guy where if there's another alpha on the team, he'll let that person be alpha. That was what fans thought. I'm speaking with, for with fans Westbrook. with Westbrook. That's what Al I thought. Westbrook was the alpha. He was the lion. And, and I'm looking at like, I'm cup. looking at KD. I'm like, nah, you're the guy, bro. Why the hell are you not barking at this dude for taking thirty shots a game? The, I don't think that being an alpha means always being like the loudest and the biggest i think alpha also can mean the smartest sure so sometimes you can it can look like you're but sometimes the smart thing to do is snuff your teammate so that he stops <laughs> taking 30 shots a game <laughs> like russ needed to be snuff for coming to, to the russ, games dressed russ, like that russ is he was dressed <laughs> funny he First was well, dressed funny i'm a russ he fan. looks like he should be dancing to cardi b russ <laughs> you know the cardi russ's b videos fashion, that she reposts russ, russ's fashion <laughs> is awesome he dressed like Bruno Mars, is what you're trying to say. But you can't snuff Russ. That's like that's like telling Jimmer not to jack shots. Like, I could tell Jimmer. I think to a do lot that. of people told Jimmer not to jack shots. Well, that's why they're foolish. You're trying to tell me that he can't play in the NBA right now. First of all, yes, he could play in the NBA, but he's got too much of an ego. He couldn't make it on San Antonio. San Antonio was like, hey, we know you can shoot. Come here, just take your open, you know, but he's corner white, threes. So I'm going to continue to defend him. I'm with you on that. So be careful. It's, You're treading, I thought it was the religious Very close but, to betraying us. Right? Listen, let me tell you something. Seven though, guys bro. to protect you. Listen, Jimmer. Jimmer, we're this gonna protect boring. Jimmer. But here's the thing. You can you can get him to pass the ball. You can get him to not shoot so much. Why are Chinese guards so awful? That's what we need to acknowledge. These Chinese <laughs> guards, bro. These gems so Dude, is there a worse is there worse guard play on the planet you saw the game than the Chinese guards? Sixty three to Jimmer's seventy five. You know that, right? Who? In the game that Jimmer had seventy five, the team that beat him, the dude had sixty three. Was the dude a white guy as well? No. Black he's guy. A brother. Of course, they go, Chinese guards cannot play defense. Apparently, they don't know how to do it. Apparently, all their talent is making iPhones. And there's also never been an alpha <laughs> in the whole league. What? There's not. There's also no other alphas because you can't. 
shoot that much and not get punched in your face. That's the communist mentality. That's what I was going to say. There's it's no a, alphas in the country. It's a team. It's, we're all in this together. Yeah. Stefan Marbury was 63 alpha. years old. He was giving buckets to these guys. Yeah, There's something about the Chinese guard play that you is just all awful. The alphas were the second kids in China? We could go over there easily. Well, I'm going to get 30. For sure. Light you work. Get 30 for sure. Dude, honestly, I think I could play guard hey, in question. the Chinese basketball you think league. All, do you think all the alphas were the second kids in China? And oh, they, just, they, they got a boy. They just, <laughs> they just got rid of them. They just, maybe, yeah. maybe that's fucked up. Maybe Hilarious. that's their punishment. Hilarious. Maybe <laughs> maybe that's their punishment, okay? <laughs> anyway, look, all I'm trying to say is there's something going on in China and nobody's talking about it. We need to get Vice News or somebody to get over there. Because their bigs are not bad. Their bigs come here, they don't succeed besides Yao, but they're right. not awful, they're not right? They're awful, but who is giving up that kind of bucket work? 75 points, bro? No one's going to take him out. No one's going to punch him in his face. No one's going to fight him. Like That's a, what we it, said about Kobe when he got 81. Yeah. And Devin Booker when he got 73. On, yeah, T.Y. Chandler was over there. That's why. <laughs> That's why they didn't they do it? Tripping. No. T.Y.'s your guy. Yes. Why? I mean, he's, he's he's like a family to me, so it's like I, I'm completely. I've surprised. heard amazing things about oh, I love him. him. Positive energy, whatever. Dirk loves him. He didn't get along with Mello. Mm -hmm. He did not get along with Mello. I heard there was. No, I don't think so. I I, I was really friction. Really in there at that time with the Knicks, and I think it was, it was it was bigger than that. They didn't go together like honey and Cheerios. They did not. But <laughs> I, I just love Tyson because he's just Smooth. he's just he's just. <laughs> consistently who he is yeah he just cares about the right stuff like when was the last time you saw someone win a game on a block like lebron says really and be rare. that hyped yeah. like what i loved about it is this guy was so hyped for his game winning block you thought that he hit the game winning three here's my thing i feel like it was uh when you get paid 44 million okay to sit in phoenix arizona it's not the worst thing ever because Tyson takes such good care of his body. Is such he honors his craft in such a way where he might have been logging twelve minutes. When you see those stats about him now, like his stats dropped. His stats didn't drop. He was sitting on. He was playing fifteen minutes in Phoenix. Like right. he's too smart to get out there and get twenty boards for what another loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think he he has a lot in his tank. Mm. Ah, so just because he's old doesn't mean he's not going to be effective. Doesn't mean he's washed. Right. What, what like his it's like a fighter that doesn't get touched revolving around his uh physicality ever IQ yeah yeah I mean he doesn't have bad physicality I mean he's a big that can move around three yeah. percent body fat no he takes care of his body block his, arm. his arm was above the rim yeah his head was getting close his head was getting close to that rim okay fine so he does well he does well but back to these Chinese guards <laughs> I feel like. Dude, I feel like we should do some sort of study because it seems Bonzi Wells goes there and drops 60. Yeah. Yeah. Why are more NBA guards that can't really cut in the league not going over there you know just for they, fun? They're afraid of Asia. That's what it is. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, it's kind of it can be kind of scary. Have you seen like, Chinatown? <laughs> <laughs> Alex, coming in. I was trying to find the words. Perfect. What do you, but like in what way are they afraid of Asia? Like it's scary I mean, like, like what? guys don't like to leave their hometown. Yeah. So you're talking about, I mean, in the rumors about, you know, overseas in general hooping, you know, guys don't get paid a lot. Um, Chinese, you know, organizations are pretty full on. So if you're not securing yourself, you're not going to go to China. What do you mean full on? You got to show up to practice. Um, God forbid. God forbid <laughs> you get to play basketball anymore. for a living and you have to go we to don't practice. Live in that world anymore. They just don't want to practice. That's the reason they're not or going to China. Might be. Alan Iverson pockets. inspired a generation. Man. He really did. He changed <laughs> it. Wow. 
Yeah. How are they going to be the next superpower when <laughs> they can't even they guard, can't guard anything? White guys. They huge, can't guard white guys that would issue. be selling insurance in Albany, New York. Rochester, even. Rochester. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. I honestly have no concern Buffalo. about them taking over. We're good. It's yeah. just the Russians. I agree. And, and the Russian leagues are for real. Are they for real? Mm-hmm. See? Can they guard guards? They can guard white guys. Have you heard any NBA guard going over to Russia and getting 50? I didn't mm. know the game goes that high. <laughs> I think they have a limit on the game. You know, if you're in Russia and you're getting 50, somebody might kill you. You know, some guy in a suit after the game right. who's a Russian mafia guy. Like, I, you know, it's just Russia. Wow. China, all the security is making sure that the kids don't get too much freedom in the sweatshop. That's just true. Guarding the exits. I also heard they you could just the ball, the ball brothers, just making sure that you know, glasses are getting stolen. That's right. <laughs> Damn, yo, that shit was crazy. They need to put their emphasis on D, not who's stealing glasses. But maybe the ball brothers should have had like a smoke bomb, and then they just throw it and then disappear, and then nobody knows. <laughs> The wiser. That's a way to get away. And yeah. maybe in China they were just so offended they didn't smoke bomb and get out of there. They're like, "Oh, you really must want to get arrested because you didn't smoke bomb and get out of here." I'm not mad at that. Dude. No mask covering your face or nothing. No ninja outfit. No sword. Bro, get it together. Have some respect for the culture. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Throw a rope on top of a talk- shingled roof. Talking about D Rose at all? We talked Love about him. it. Probably not enough, but yeah, we're. St- I, I mean, it was, it's the greatest Go. moment of the year. Three times in my life, I've gotten out of my seat. In a, at a basketball game. Yeah. Like that kind of, one of them was D Rose at MSG a couple years ago. He was with, this is at D Rose peak. Yeah. And what was crazy about it, he didn't even do anything. Yeah. He caught an outlet pass and got from the other free throw line to like three quarter court so fast. It like, I stood up, I looked around. I wasn't the only one. I was like, I've never seen anything like that. D Rose, so like a jet. When you so watch- you're excited to see him come back. I love D Rose. Yeah. How, how do we feel about his athleticism now? Not even, not only relative to what it was, but just period. <sighs> I mean, I was it's, so bummed because he breaks my theory about not being able to shoot. Dude, can he shoot all of a sudden? Did he learn how to shoot? Well, when you're desperate, you learn new things. The shot. Look, he had a hitch in his shot before. Yeah. He had this because thing. Where, he's such an athlete. He could, he could just well, he jump so high. You have to like find stuff to do up in the air. One hundred percent right. Yeah. I mean, and if you Same look at Russ. and if you look at certain guys like Russ, if you notice, Russ raises and locks, right? Yeah. Raises up. Yeah. Say what? Yeah, I got something for you after. Well, you got off a little camera. a little off camera situation. Yeah, yeah, okay, I can't wait to see. But raises locks because he can leap so high. He can't right. keep in the flow. Steph, which is very interesting, barely jumps. Correct. Right. It's just yeah. this little. Russ, some KD barely jumps. I think. I'm th- in my mind's eye. I'm replaying that uh, sure, shot in the finals to beat a theory LeBron. In the NBA sure. about footwork. Okay, yeah. so get the Dirk heels down. Nowitzki yeah, has the package that now dudes are really starting to. You know, there are a couple. His idea know, was save your knees, right? It's not so much save your knees, but it's a way to it's a way to play that yes saves your knees, but it really gets you balance. What is it? It's heel toe. So most conventional wisdom, like there's a couple of guys who, you know, are outliers. Ray Allen, he's yeah. a toe shooter, but almost nine out of 10 shooters that are great heel toe. So you take a guy who's super athletic, they're always thinking something up here. It's always their feet. These Germans, when they're not just annihilating groups of people, <laughs> they, will get they got some good done. ideas. They got, you know. You know, Dirk's, Dirk's mentor, Holger or whatever, yeah. it's just like, he has him doing all these crazy workouts, all these crazy leaping things, and it's all just some like crazy theory. But that's what happened with my guy, Adam, a couple years ago. That's how him and KD met was I was watching KD shoot 
And I told him about Adam's theory. Adam. Adam Harrington. The guys at the Jets. Uh, the guys at the Nets. Yep. Who was one of the baddest white boys ever, by the right. way. I mean, he was ace, almost, I think, ACC Rookie of the Year when we were there. But he was so good at teaching that. And, and Kevin was open to hearing it. Taught him heel toe. Hold on. So so it is, get both of you. Him, but showed him a lot of Dirk's package. And Dirk's thing is, get the heels down it first. Sound right. You know what I meant? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, nobody's bragging about the white guy's package. That's true. Okay. <laughs> there are other guys in the league. Up the stuff that doesn't. I mean, we're here to fight for the white baller. You're right. My bad. You're right. Like, yeah, you're right. You're right. Jay Will. Thanks. All right. That's my guy. Greatest player of all time. Agreed. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Duh. Or should done. we do this? Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me. Jay Will, dude, white chocolate, dude, forever. It was so don't good. Talk, don't at me. But how nice was it that we had a guy whose like game was transferable so we could be like, oh, I just like his game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you had an excuse to like him besides the fact that he was Jay white. Will's exactly. getting buckets today. Is his knee better? Because he tore the ACL. Yes, it's fine. You know, uh, so Mike Miller. Another yes, guy I of love course. Dearly, forever. Yeah. Top five players of all time. <laughs> Best player with a monkey ever. So he told me, he was like, you know what Jay Will's up to now? Uh, there was a while there, I think he was going to a golf club and he would play rich guys for like major money, to, games to 10 and give them nine. And that's what he would do all day. You know, there was another Jay Will Jay that Will? tried to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't really yeah. work out for him. Because he ran into the great white okay, hope. You're, you're he did. Right taking the spotlight off a white baller. So <laughs> but I am a white bring baller. Bring it to another white baller. <laughs> right. Okay, so he goes to these health clubs. He plays it's guys. A golf club. He's a great golfer. Jason he, Williams? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he oh, that's surprising. A white guy's a good golfer. <laughs> saw hey, that coming. Hey. Careful. Uh, <laughs> um, start defending a totally white sport. <laughs> not the same power. There's no oppression. Uh, I think he would sit there and just play these rich guys. They love to gamble, so it's like a hundred k. You know, uh, give you nine. Play the wow. Time. And this is how he makes money now. I mean, he, Jay Will's got his hand in a lot of stuff. He's you know. It, Are you friends a with him? Legend. He's he's great. Dude. He's business savvy. Yeah. <laughs> Did not pay him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, can some we... Of the, some of these country boys are good with I don't, their money. He's a country boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, from I'm Texas. Texas. So yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of these guys who you wouldn't think, they're yeah. the best with money. Well, him I definitely would not have thought. Mike but just because of his tattoo choice. Yeah. Not Mike Miller. Them. Jason I'm Williams. I'm get Roman. Any J. When he was trying to be works. racist toward Asians uh, at a basketball game, I'm pretty sure there's a story I heard, and he started saying Vietnam, Vietnam. I was like, fam, you lost the war? That's when I assumed... Like, that's a war we lost. You're not going to... Try to make Asians feel bad. Oh, is that, that what he said? That's what uh, I was told. We don't. By it. That was, I forgot about that. We don't bring that up. I don't even know who we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think you're making that up. Yeah. Why would you try to ruin our guy? Is that how <laughs> and if you, you feel it, when we call it, Gandhi a pedophile? Yes, actually. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> okay, I'll never say that again. I apologize. <laughs> I can see how much that affects you. Jay Will is my favorite player to watch to this day on those highlights. Everything he posts, like I, I wish we had more. There's no. They don't make them like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the professor was your guy too, huh? Yeah. The professor love the guy. professor I do why is he not in the league <laughs> professor You're too academic he uh, I don't know why he didn't really play big time pro ball but professor's a bad boy I heard too he's little. very religious now actually. he is yeah yeah changed everything he is he's making a lot of money too yeah he got the YouTube hustle down dude. oh yeah he but really did it he really, he really did it, really man. Really He's, it. He turned that and one thing into, into something sustainable. Brilliant. Think about hot sauce on the other side of that. I did a charity basketball game with hot sauce. Right. And this was, and you know, shouts to hot sauce, man. For he's a sure. he's a sweet guy, but he was telling, it was sad. He was telling me about the height of his fame. Mm -hmm. He was in Atlanta and he went to some mall. Right. And they shut down the entire mall. Buckhead. 
It was Buckhead Mall. The, he just walked in and the mall got shut yeah. down like he was an NBA superstar. That's when, the, but the game was using him at the time. Of course. Of Professor, course. all the while using the game. Using the game and using it to help build his platform, et cetera. He told me, he was like, I had a house in like the nicest neighborhood in Atlanta and I was paying X amount a month, you know, but in no way was he trying to save this. And now he was doing this charity game for a thousand bucks in Buffalo, New York. Mm. And it was heartbreaking. And they had him playing guys one-on-one during halftime at the Atlanta games. I know. I hate it. I wish we would have done that. I mean, he needs it. I know. And he was like, thing about hot sauce that people probably don't know is like, he was a true creative. Yeah. Like the way that he, the moves that he did it was amazing. were innovative. It wasn't just, oh, here's a drop cross. Like he was doing things that were illegal, yeah. but they were truly innovative in yeah. terms of the game of basketball. Yeah. You know, in the same way that an artist does something with paint or a comedian, comedian does something so with jokes. Like, I understand where I'm from, Hampton Roads, Virginia. So this is Allen Iverson's. Yeah. Like, I grew up in the era where that, that stuff was just becoming like. You know, the super carry. Bang. Boom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, that's 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 Newport News, Virginia Beach all day. Yeah. It's everywhere, but I'm saying it felt like at that time, and one was... It took over. It was massive. Yeah. Why couldn't it sustain? Yeah, I mean... Why? You know, I probably wasn't organized fantastically. <laughs> of course. Probably wasn't a great business structure behind yeah, the but like, tour. How do you how do you how do you get that popular? Right, they entered the sneaker market. I had a pair of fucking and one yeah. sneakers. You know, we, hard to you know. Is special th- effects is still around. He's an awesome, dude. But he, he's got some stories about the and one structure. I got to talk to somebody at and one, dude. Get special effects in here. I would, I would love to if you I could hook you. that up yep. because what a great story that would be to tell. A sneaker company enters basketball and is fucking legitimized. And we're buying them, bro. Nike, Adidas, Reebok, only because of AI. Yeah. Only because of AI. Yeah. Is that a consideration? And then out of nowhere, this sneaker company comes. It's not like they existed prior to no, this. No, they came out of nowhere. You're right. They're like some kids, right? They went to college together and yeah. they would just play one-on-one. And yeah. and part of the thing getting hired there is you had to like shit talk well. There's like some real cool stories. Yes. Yeah. And then it just implodes. You got to have a structure behind it. You needed TY. <laughs> you need you Chandler, needed fucking Ty Chandler, bro, to hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. It's did, pretty crazy. Did I didn't even realize it was like gone. Son, like, it's over. Yeah. It's, and these guys, I, I feel like there has to be some weird corporate espionage. Yeah, I feel like. There's a couple other leagues trying to get it done, like the Harlem Wizards, and there's a couple other little tours, but it's yeah. nothing like it was. Yeah, there's some kind of like this, the the wet is water or H2O's or something in yep. LA, and there's, yep. there's a few different ones that you can see do it, but it, man, it's so foxed, dude. I was so hyped on it. Anyway, whatever, whatever, Mister Call. Um, okay, so what do we have for what do we have for the rest of uh, what do we have for the rest of the season? Do we just have to see Golden State win it all? Is that what happens? My my call when Katie went there was they're going to win until he's not there, and we're right on track. I don't I don't know if anyone's going to beat that team. Is there anybody that can come close? I don't know. I think I, I I don't know why Jimmy Butler didn't end up on the Lakers. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see anybody beating the Golden State Warriors four times. I think that's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, they're four beatable, but times, four times out of seven. And think about what has to happen for you to beat them four times. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Think about all the. Think about all the factors. Yeah. Four times. Kevin, Clay, Steph, 
Draymond, you get all going to do these wrong things four, four times. times. Impossible. Keep in mind, you can sit two of those guys once in a while and still take an L. Yeah, the only way they lose is if there's injury. So I think they're going to keep, yeah. it's going to be tough. They need an injury. That's the only thing that could happen. Does Toronto make it out of the East? I think Boston makes out of the East. Whoa. Really? Because Boston playing like dog shit. That's all right. It's so, are you it is Brad Stevens. I saw, I saw somebody... Um, but what, not, what, he's I, not a believer in Brad Stevens. Yeah, I think Brad Stevens is overrated. I disagree with you on this. That's rare. Based on what? Look at what the guy's done, right? From, what has he done? Well, from Butler, right? Right, so the... the, the Trajectory okay. to Boston takes a team that's pretty good. I, I, the thing is, I, when I go to games, I watch the bench and I watch the coach. I watch the huddles. I watch the vibe. Any team that Brad Stevens coaches is together, right? And they're running what he wants. And so I think Brad Stevens is playing chess right now. Like, you can't insert Kyrie, Gordon again. They got a couple of pieces that are different. Young Jalen coming through. Like, it's going to take a little bit. I don't think he's worried about it. Is, does one of those guys have to go? Yep. And who do you think? I don't. I don't know. I just you think do it, know. there's, there's a log. Us. There's a log jam on the wing. Talk to us. Who got to get out of there? Well, it, will someone go Alpha Draymond? Will someone be smart enough to go? For you know, you know, Kyrie not going to do it. No, no, that's not. That's not who he is. Kyrie's going to lead, and he's going to be. Who do you think has it in them to do that? I, I would think Tatum. Because we said this from the beginning of the season. It's looking more and more like Jason Tatum's team and Kyrie ain't going to like it. And that's going to cause some friction. And now you see Kyrie starting to complain. You see what he said this year. It'd be nice if we had a vet for, you know, 14 to 15 years to come in here and tell us, you know, that this is a marathon, not a sprint. Like, okay, you just described LeBron James, which you left, but that's fine. <laughs> right? So Jason Tatum, mm, when you're watching him. He doesn't seem like a passer. He's one, he does not seem like, but he's a more effective scorer. He looks more effective. I'm the biggest Kyrie fan on the okay, fucking well, planet. You need to stick with that line of thinking because when Kyrie has to do what he needs to do, mm -hmm. good luck. I don't think the knees are there, bro. Yeah, that's what I, I would like to see him. slow. I don't think that he he's, can get the... He's not 100% just yet. He's not 100%. No, when Kevin had his surgery, people were barking like that for him. I kept thinking, are you for real? Do you know what kind of surgery Kevin Durant. Durant he broke his foot, bro. Yeah, there was yeah, a yeah. moment there where people didn't think he was going to come back at all. Really? Yeah, I remember that's that. That's how serious that injury is. Screws oh, yeah. in his foot all Now we're talking about... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Now we're talking about Kyrie. Kyrie has a knee surgery. Yeah. Minor. Minor. It just doesn't seem like he has the pop. He's he's doing a lot of fadeaways. He's not attacking the rim like he usually did. I think he's fading away to create enough separation to get the shot off. I got to give guys like Kyrie the benefit of the doubt. Uh, I, I, I got to let the body work play out and not be a prisoner of the moment. If, yeah. if that's your theory that he's lost something, whatever, let's talk about it in July. Would you say the same about Hayward? I'd be more worried about that than anything. Meaning, but we're not going to talk about Hayward. You know why? He's white. <laughs> He's amazing. I, you need I'm, to change nothing. I'm a Gordon Hayward fan. <laughs> you need to be. I yeah. actually am also a fan. Count of, all three of us in that one. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a fan of white players as well because they get they get shit on for no be. reason. Yeah. Everyone should be. They've been. Yeah. I, I like. Yeah. Back for they too have long. been oppressed for too long. Yeah. I'm listen. I fight for white men. Hold on. Are they real quick? Well, I want to get to this. Are, are white players held back in the league? You think? I think so. Talk to me about that. I think we need a, we need a societal shift. Someone's got. 
to shine a light on this. Perfect example. You know who's a phenomenal. You know who's a phenomenal. You know who you can to, see without light. You know who's a white players. You know who think that this you know, is a pretty convenient situation. Katie, you know how we think about this. Um, you know who's a phenomenal wing defender? JJ Redick. You know what his mo's always been? Something? Can't play D. Uh, he's one of the. He's one of the smartest, most consistent defenders they have. Yeah, yeah. But he's got to work against that horrible anchor of a stereotype that's holding us back. Um, let's talk about. It's just sad to see you guys treated like this. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Let's Grayson yeah. Allen. Like, oh, uh, is he going to do well in the NBA? Are you kidding? Me? I love Grayson Allen. Like, of course he's going to do well in the NBA. It's just sad you see him portrayed as a thug by the media. Yeah, you know what I mean, I'm saying like, how it, dare they? He can't even walk in the room without people already thinking this guy's going to get a tech. He might kick me in the ball. Right? Yeah. It's like really? What? Why do Why do we have this reputation of being so violent? <sighs> yeah. people are afraid. It's, it's the media. It's the media. They they they're, they're not ready for athletic white boys. It's really unfair. It scares people. Why is it every time we're athletic we're Violent, bro. Why is we angry? We're Why aggressive. Why is every time you're on the basketball court, you get portrayed as as students of the game? Yeah, yeah. Who, high who IQ. Can't jump. I'm tired of it. Yeah, we're dumb. Yeah, we make bad. We, we shoot bad shots with 20 seconds on the shot clock all the time. All the time. We'll you go know? for ours anytime. We'll yeah. put the team second. Like if we pass like the it. ball, <laughs> I'll pretend bullshit. I want to win, this but I really want to have a good box score. I'll do that all yeah. the time. I, I listen. I don't like injustice. Injustice Thank anywhere you. is a Me threat too. to justice everywhere. <laughs> now, now we're preaching. You know, light a candle. You know, we got a candle. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> light it back. <laughs> pour some out. For the, the white, the white get it, guys get are going to get here. The Mountain Dew, the whitest drink to pour out. For Brian. <laughs> a skateboarder just got his wings. <laughs> a lacrosse guy just got just got acquitted. Not a, <laughs> NC State in the building. Still upset. A swimmer just walked out. Scott Free. Okay. okay. Bobby Sura. I, I want to ask you. Of course, Florida Cold State. Blooded. Rex Chapman. Come on, Rex. Cold-blooded. Come on, Rex. What about my man, my man Dan Marley? Thunder. Come on, Thunder Dan. Slinging Steel. pipe in Phoenix? Still dude, slinging. slinging pipe, bro. <laughs> this dude was slinging pipe. Dude, you don't even realize, bro. All these Tell cougars. Me. Tell me. Oh, my Damn gosh, Marley? bro. I said gosh out of respect for you. Golly. But you know who wasn't saying gosh? Who? All them chicks that Dan Marley was slinging <laughs> pipe to, dude. They were Phoenix. talking to the heavenly papa. <laughs> the Phoenix. <laughs> the Phoenix has risen, bro. Shout out to Chris Heron. Dude, Chris Heron. Yep. Shooting coach? Fresno. One of the first white oh, ballers to be awesome. But the yeah, wine, though. He got caught too, up with though. the wine. We do that? Yeah, because you know why we do it? Because we're dealing with so much emotional yep. stress <laughs> from being a white basketball player. From, the, from the media's portrayals. From the media's portrayal, Minor the oxycotton. Chris you Heron know, uses a vicious cycle. story to help so many. Yeah, it's dope. Travels around the world. Shout out to Chris Heron. Great uh, 30 for 30 on him. But he was the first white boy I saw with a tat on his forearm being a kid. Turn on Fresno. Who's this dude with the frosted tips? Wait a minute. Who's this dude with the shamrock tattoo? Who's this dude talking cash? You know what? Now that boom, my whole my whole life changed. Then he went back to Boston. Yeah, he did that Boston shit. Explain Boston. Damn, man, it is hard for us white boys out it's here, bro. Listen, man, you guys got to... You, you think know, I would it, be? It's important to note though that I don't count Canadians ever in that. Like Steve Nash, I don't let him. I, he's Canadian. He's not white. I respect that. 
He's not white. No, no. Like, That's different. People They're like the Africans to black I, people. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, just less athletic, but very fundamental. I appreciate Steve Nash. I you love ain't him. real. He's you ain't incredible. a real one. Y'all judge us all the time over there. Hold on. So he's not a white baller. He's not U.S. of A. No. Okay. No, but is he not a white baller though? He's not a white baller. That's like when you see him do something. Soccer infusion. That's why he was a media darling. Like, except, you yeah. know, people always like mention European guys. Like I like, like Chris Stapps, love him, but he's not a white boy. That's not a white boy. No, uh, any Euro man, oh, man, appreciate you, bro, but you are not. Who, Dirk, Manu Ginobili? Yeah. Dirk a white boy, dog. Dirk, oh, the whitest boy. He's, I mean, he. We would love to make him one, but he he's still he's still Euro. Nah, bro, he's not a white boy, bro. Why? Because he got that. He got that black wife. Now his wife make him a plate. Yo. <laughs> Yo, Dirk, be, Dirk wants everyone to know his white black like, Every day you pull up with a plate <laughs> There's never a day When you no, don't got the plate of food Dirk is a good dude Like my but, boy Adam But 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 give me the good Tell shit story. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. What? Hates Jews Adam was playing pro <laughs> oh my God. This, is, this is actually a we real story So we have to pause for a second yeah. Adam was in uh, you know, the country And he went through a family tragedy oh. Dirk flew him and his whole family back To get to a funeral no. Like the, yeah, guys like, I mean, NBA is full of guys and stuff like that, but Dirk. I mean, he, he, we will make him honorary white boy just for that. All right, fine. Dirk's part Dirk's of the in. crew, but not Steve. I don't want to let Steve in. He's not coming. Do you it's think, not fair. Do you think when he when he gave all that money to that guy, he was just thinking, like, I just want them to know how not Jewish I am, that I'm going to pay for everybody's flight. <laughs> <laughs> I just need them to know how far from Jewish I am. <laughs> oh, Akash. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Dirk is in. Dirk's in. Well, I want to ask a Celtics yeah. question. Please. And this is something I thought about all offseason. I heard teams, Kawhi demanded a trade. And I heard these teams who are a Kawhi away from making real noise. Boston was the top of my list. Saying, we don't want to give up this bum-ass player that we got. This young guy who could potentially be the fourth best player on the team. The Celtics didn't want to give up their treasure trove of assets, any of them, for Kawhi. The Sixers didn't want to give up Markel Fultz. Markel Fultz. The Lakers, I'm reading Lakers Twitter, we can't give up Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. We can't give up a guy. Here's the thing about reading, getting intel from... He built like Slender, man. Here's what I found out about being involved in the NBA. 99% of the news... Is is almost not even remotely true. Do you think Boston made a push for Kawhi because they definitely could have I mean, offered a better package than what? But like, there's there's so many factors sometimes because I'm with you. Like, why wouldn't these teams? That's why I couldn't believe. Of, of course, Philly's going to move Sarek and Covington. Covington. Of course they are. Plus, mm-hmm. well, whoever else you want. I mean, you got one window right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you on the theory. But I don't know. I, there had to be more going on. I also just read fans being like, "You you can't give up Ingram for Kawhi." Yeah, but Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Mercy, Bill Simmons is, is a respected guy in basketball. Yeah. You. I don't want Kawhi. You're not giving up. What we have for Kawhi. Yeah, Gordon he's, Hayward he's, is a, a Popovich wet dream. He's really biased when it comes to yeah, but, the Boston. But he's yeah. not wrong with Boston though. I, I, if I'm Boston, I'm not making a move for Kawhi. One hundred percent. I trade Gordon why? Hayward, my Sacramento pick, and at least one other piece. Hold you, on. Like why, you said, you got the many pieces for what? I, but that Boston's one of those rare teams who I would actually say I get that. But that's about it because they have an amazing roster right now. And what Kawhi brings is it better than yes, yes. yes. I don't know. Look what he's done to the Raptors. Man. And like you said, they have one. He's too many transformed pieces. the Raptors. Kawhi's great. I, I just gotta. I gotta see. I gotta. You're see not it. a big Kawhi guy. It's not that I don't. I don't. I just don't. I gotta see Leonard. Some that's a white name. That is a very <laughs> white name. <laughs> Hi, my name is Leonard Albright. I like Kawhi. 
um, I just I don't know if you can make it in the NBA at, at that highest highest one percent um, without having some sort of relational people motor, right? So I think he might have it in there. We'll see. We'll see with the. Uh, you mean you don't think he's a communicative guy? You have to be a leader. If you're going to be a max guy, you have to lead. But he's not a leader. Maybe he. I think Kawhi is a, is a beta. Okay. No, no, no. Let me let me clarify this. Yes, I think Kawhi is a beta. I think that he. He's, I think the people around him don't like that, and I think the people around him are in his ear and they're saying some horrible shit. And I think what his ideal situation is, he doesn't want. He doesn't LA? look like a guy who wants a lot. I think he wants an alpha person on the team LA. to take the responsibility. Sure, L.A. Alpha person on the team take the responsibility. Be the star of the franchise, very similar to what Pop was essentially with the Spurs. If LA can get Kawhi, mm-hmm. that would be a team I think that could give the Golden Warriors. State but you can't give up series. Brandon Ingram. I mean, why? That's that. That's been saying. That was the report. Next year you don't have to. Next year you can. That well, that's you don't just, have to. To me, again, you took the same chance if Paul George didn't work out. If Brandon Ingram is a piece they want, you, you trade him in a second. Do your thing. Yeah, yeah, do you know where it is? Yeah. Um song Hustlers is a jacket. Call a real one. Go on. Um that was the report is that LA didn't want to give up some of their young pieces. Lonzo. Sure. Okay, so next so let's say they don't want to do it. Next year they do. But he's a free agent and what if Toronto convinces him to stay? Is it worth keeping Brandon Ingram or Lonzo Ball to take that chance when LeBron is in his 15th year? Sure, he's peak LeBron, but we don't know if we're getting four more great LeBron years. That'd be a miracle. A fucking miracle. Do you need four more? If, if you're have, the Lakers, you maximize every how year How good you got. is Kawhi to you? How long is LeBron's contract? How good is Kawhi to you? Uh, worth Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. No, no, no. Like, how good is he? Can he sustain a, you know, aged LeBron? Hmm. I don't know. I don't want to find out. If I don't want to waste a year. If I'm the Lakers the and I know ever. that I'm not going to be as good, I know that I'm not going to be. This is what I'm thinking. If I'm the Lakers, ready? And I'm Le- Lakers and I'm LeBron. Nobody's beating these fucking Warriors. LeBron played them last year, and they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Hmm. Are you fucking kidding me? These guys are that goddamn good. Oh, excuse me. Gosh darn good. <laughs> okay, Carl's not in the room. Goddamn. I think that. They go, this year's a wash. This year's a wash. We don't give a fuck about this year. If we do well, yeah, but let's do it to build culture, try out some players, see what we like, see what's going to work. Let me get some interesting vets over here that can kind of, you know, educate these young guys. Let me get Rajon down here to teach Lonzo what it takes to run a basketball team, do these kind of things. Right? Mm-hmm. Next year, KD's gone. When KD's gone... It's a different team. It's a beatable team. And I think they're banking on KD not being... Now, it doesn't mean that KD is going to be with the Lakers, but I think they're banking on KD not being here. What did we say last year? Just real quick, I want to fill fill Carl. I'm saying that Lakers took this year off, not necessarily off, but basically they're like, listen, there's no way we can beat the Warriors, but KD might be leaving next year, so why don't we push everything to the following year, and that's why we're not going to trade away assets to get a guy who will be available next year no matter what. Here's... Can't comment. Here's a... Ooh! Ooh, talk to me. Can't comment. I just... uh, I don't think that's a bad theory. Interesting! The only problem with that theory, though, is... LeBron James doesn't, he doesn't do any John Gruden years. He doesn't take anything off. No. Is it possible that this is a first for him? Maybe. Because he realizes how fucking dominant these Golden State Warriors are. And he knows there's, LeBron is like you smart. said. He's that smart. And, and he, I wouldn't be surprised if he would change course 
for for the big picture, which would mean in his mind doing what he's never done, conceding maybe this year we can't win, but if this is going to get me five more. And knows? next year, guess who's not on the Golden State Warriors? Potentially the guy that you said they would win as long as he's there, which is KD. Now, that doesn't mean KD goes to the Lakers, but it means KD not being there makes them beatable. And, and this is where LeBron's a fucking super genius, <laughs> KD's no longer on the Warriors. Now the West ain't that crazy. Right. Now the West kind of the East. is the East. <laughs> and if LeBron fucking played that, yeah. if he played that, if if... If KD goes to New York or he goes to some team on the East, the the Rockets are falling apart, he and he knew that the they were Chris falling. Paul was he old. fucking he, Chris Paul's he, Chris Paul can't even make he it to the playoffs. Hampshire, the West. He easted the fuck. He traded, and what do we see happening in the East? Oh my God, LeBron's a fucking super genius. Holy shit, it just hit me right now. Milwaukee. We have we have Milwaukee bubbling up. We have Philadelphia. Philly. We have Boston, and we have Toronto. Beast mode. Yeah. The East is the fucking West. LeBron takes one year off, and now it's. Smooth sailing to the fucking finals again. He's playing Battleship. Holy moly. Here's, Holy moly. Can we just acknowledge this for a it's second? It's incredible. This, so your theory on this. Oh, this this makes a lot of sense. This makes a lot of sense. This is why we drove from Newark. KB. Mo moments like this. Tell me that this isn't possible. That's true. You think it's true? If KD leaves, it's true. Now, all contingent on KD leaving, that's the roll of the dice. So right now, LeBron has to be orchestrating back Honestly, channels. Honestly, can I say? If, if I may, KD has to be orchestrating back channels. Not going directly, but he's got to be in KD's ear. Buddy, buddy, like, hey, man, I'm telling you, when you got your own team, uh, you got your different. own franchise. It's just hey, different. It's just different, bro. Hey, bro, let me tell you. you know what look he can what say? I got here. I got the helicopter. He, I, they taking me to Orange County back on the helicopter. Yeah. I've you know been in New York. They give you a helicopter. You know what else you can say? Yeah, yeah. My legacy wasn't cemented until I won one at home. Cleveland. And when well, I went home and when I won I did one it myself. In, in, on my own, that's when your legacy is cemented. Bro, when I broke away from Dwayne Wade, bro, you got to be in there. He's got to have people in his ear. I mean, that is if if LeBron manages this, this is more this is more impressive than the Cleveland I mean, win. He, he, if he LeBron flips the that, East that, for the West, that's smart. I mean, he's the only dude who won a showdown with Pat Riley. Think about that. What you mean? How did he win it? Because he ended up bouncing. He bounced. He is won. that winning? Pat Riley gets his way. That was the beginning of the end of that dominance. What do you mean by that? Go on over there. The original Miami combustion was a power struggle. Well, I knew that. Period. So rather than succumb, he called the bluff. I'll, I'll leave. He left. Oh, but that doesn't mean that Pat lost. Yes, it does. Well, because he loses LeBron. Pat lost. Yeah. And then he hasn't oh, won Pat since. thought that he wasn't going to. Pat thought that he. Pat called Bron's bluff as well. Perhaps, but I think who loses in the scenario? Like, oh, LeBron goes and gets a ring. Pat can't even make the playoffs. Whoa. Now, I thought that was the arrogance of Pat Riley to think we don't. We can sign Josh McRoberts. We're good enough. I think it was even deeper than that, though. I think he wanted more control of the organization back and felt like, you know, he wasn't the king of that city. And smart minds are going, go give him the fucking keys. Transcendent player do what he wants to do. Keep winning. King of the city, I, I think is stupid, but king of the team, LeBron the GM, I very rarely agree with LeBron the GM. I'm not saying he's not brilliant, but a lot of his moves, I'm like, yeah, I, I think I see what you are saying. He orchestrated but Miami. No, he orchestrated Miami. He orchestrated Cleveland. He orchestrated Cleveland. And Cleveland, you can't say that wasn't successful. It was awesome. 
They, I mean, they could have won two out of three. Yep. Well, can this is okay? Can we tie this? And off? real quick, if what we just predicted here happens, east in the west. Which is a thing. Hashtag King of Trade. Oh yeah, we're gonna do it right now right. because honestly, whatever we've been predicting ends up fucking happening. It's, it's scary. And we don't get he any east credit of the for west. it, dude. He if he easted the fucking west, if he saw this Hilarious. trend, if he saw this trend, and K, if KD dips, they're beatable. You know they're fucking beatable. You've yeah. done it. You've done it. I'm gonna walk out of here, bro. <laughs> I just got so goddamn hyped, dude. I just got so hyped. With good reason, Rex dude, Chapman. Dude, get Rex. That's what he needs. Freaking Tim Legler. Whenever anything Dude. happens that's awesome, we're going to throw out a white name. Ronnie Cycli? <laughs> no way. He's from what Greece. is he? Excuse me. I apologize. Okay. It's, it's Break the plate. No, Sean Bradley. Sean, bro. Change the game, dude. Can you Defensive please not interject with force. your black privilege in the basketball conversation? Please? That's actually true. Your that's privilege true. is showing right now, Alex. Your privilege is showing. We don't need your patronizing suggestions. Yeah. We're fine. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I'm so hyped off okay. of this, guys. Can I just shit on one, not the theory, but just still one thing I don't like. Yes. You said it last year. If LeBron wins game one, if J.R. Smith knows the fucking score. Yes. And LeBron wins game one, that's a very different series. Okay. With a much weaker supporting cast. Okay. I still don't want to see LeBron wasting a year of his later part of his prime because he's like, well, we can keep Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. Go get Kawhi. Get one more max guy. Use this year, LeBron and Kawhi. This I year, I already addressed this. I already addressed this. He do, he knows, and it's hard to admit, but he knows he can't be Golden State. My money, but like I said, although you're the easting the West is the theory of I don't know the decade epic proportion. <laughs> um, it's it's a great theory. I still Honestly. think it's the only make, thing better than LeBron easting the West is might, my theory about it. <laughs> they, 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 they might make a move still because I just can't see LeBron James conceding a whole year. I think they'll make a move, but do you think they'll give up a major asset? But I'm with I'm with you. I don't I don't I, I I'm I'm hesitant to put this guy's an asset label until I actually really think somebody is. Ah, so you're you're thinking that Brandon Ingram can get shifted. I think I can find a couple Brandon Ingrams. Yes. That's my thing. And if I see- I can find somebody who is pretty close. Um you're not an asset to me. I see teams actually do this. I appreciate this. you. I love you. I'll rock with you. But who? Who's uh, close? I'm just uh, bring up his stats. I'll, I'll find you five guys tonight. That no, no, no. I know there's a lot of guys that are close. Who are you going after? Who are you targeting? That's the issue. Yeah. yeah. Who's still available that you could get? I don't know. I mean, it has to be a blockbuster. Kawhi. Mm-hmm. What happens if? At the trade deadline, Kawhi goes, guys, I'm not re-signing next year. Make that happen, Bron. Go use and your back for goes, that too. And LeBron goes, we will give you Brandon Ingram. If you are Toronto. And Lonzo. I don't even think you need to give double. You're at the trade deadline. Your back's against the wall. You I'm, might be I'm able Houston to get Houston would one. offer up five first rounders in a fucking Houston, you don't want up first rounders. I'm giving up almost everybody to make that Kawhi go to LA thing. I mean, that's, that's a real and thing. And this is to the Brandon Ingram. Kawhi to LA, why? I feel like that's the only way that you have the firepower. This is, this is the defense. This is the Bay of Pigs. Bruh, yeah. LeBron and Kawhi on well, the same that, that team. Wasn't successful, the I know, Bay of Pigs. I know, but it was still yeah. a war of some sort. That's right. It was Jason it was, Williams. It was a face down. <laughs> Bobby Sura. <laughs> but this is, this is something I was going to say. Scott Brooks. Yeah, Scott Brooks. Great coach. Scott Skiles. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> Yo, Bobby Hurley. Fuck, I was looking for Hurley and <laughs> yeah. I kept forgetting. It's um, hard to name white boys. I'm running out. Hurley. Listen. This this is the thing I see NBA teams do a lot. Big dick Dan Marley out here stroking thotties in Phoenix. You know what I mean? Dry climate, but you know what's not dry? Mom, I told you. Mom. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. I'm just saying there was a lot of wet ones out there. It wasn't his jumper that was the only thing wet. Captain Pipe. That's what they called him. Bro, with the cannon. Captain <laughs> Pipe with the can. Danny always was. Bro. <laughs> Hair was always perfect. Perfect. Just, That's other just, girl spray tan on him. Just Dan Marlian. Dude, Dan that needs Marley, to be a Marley, bro. Imagine Dan Marlian. Dan Marley all day. Lean back. Thunder. You know what I mean? On his Thunder. back. Oh, that dude didn't do nothing. We played for Miami Heat. Oh, can you oh, imagine man. him in oh, Miami? Oh my god, bro? dog. Dude, from <laughs> coast to coast LA to Chicago. That's it. Miami Imagine with the mommies. Imagine trying to pronounce his name in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say your name? Big Dick Daniel. <laughs> That's how you say it. Big Dick Daniel. <laughs> with the pie. Daniel. With the pie. Daniel with the pie. <laughs> Bienvenidos a America. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dan Marley would wear like the Hispanic night jerseys any night he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only guy out there in heat. <laughs> heat. Hey Dan, it's not that. It's Dan. Dan do what he wants to do. Oh, oh man. Fuck Danny the legend. Oh. What's he doing now? He is. Uh, he owns a couple bars in Phoenix. <laughs> he owns bars in Phoenix. You know he does. Oh. Damn, I was just in Phoenix. I would love to hang out with Big Dick Dan. That show would be the oh, yeah, the dream, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you think he can still splash? For sure, bro. Definitely. Shooters can he shoot. Don't <laughs> lose they die. God damn. Okay, yeah. but back to you, your theory. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I hate when teams do this where you have a young guy with some potential and you're like, yo, don't give him up. Yeah. Matter of fact, with the Cavs, when LeBron was there the first time, apparently there was a rumored trade Amari Stoudemire they could have got from the Suns. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, because we don't want to give up J.J. Hickson. Great. NC State guy, so tread lightly. But I will say... Great theory, because I agree with who's the guy I was thinking of. Uh, you see, the Mavs, they won the championship this year, so it all worked out, but they didn't want to make a move because it, the, they, Roddy Boubois was untouchable. Dude. You flash a few games as a young dude, you're not untouchable. I don't give a fuck. Give Fair me enough. a oh. known commodity. Okay, LeBron, case in point. Andrew Wiggins, peace out. Not including you in my I'm coming back home letter, right? Right. Andrew Wiggins, but he's a first. No, no, got to go. We can find 87. You're right. I didn't like the trade, but it did work. He got a ring. I was the first one to go. Thank you. Like Andrew Wiggins, great player, but but see you later. We, we, you're you're no. I don't Collison. believe in. If I'm gonna pass up a window for an asset, he has to be Jason Tatum. He has to be yeah a no brainer. This dude has everything. Yeah, Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. Nope. I'll, I'll I'll hold the fort down with Donovan Mitchell. Right. But a guy that's a little bit maybe a little bit more unpredictable for that kind of a, a haul. Yeah. Gone. Kawhi. Is going to LA, and I think they're going to give him Ingram. And you might might be right, maybe Lonzo. I I give I go I, both. I like Ingram throwing throwing punches, bro. He that was really dope. changed my view of him. That was dope. Go go on that. I just feel like because I know you believe in passivity and you believe in love at times. <laughs> uh, but like, I saw him walk that is. by three other teammates. 
oh, throw a punch. They, they weren't doing nothing. He wasn't bro. even involved. And that to me, I'm resigning a dude who does that immediately, right yeah. away. Yeah, you, I'll still trade you for Kawhi, but that's I'll why, resign that's you. That's why the Morris twins will always have a job on my team. I'll put them on my white squad. Really, both the Morris brothers. I saw a Morris brother do something that was so awesome in person. I had one of our great seats. Yeah, and there were some frat boys, right? Yeah, drinking too much, yelling stuff. Right. And Marcus Morris was their target. And I turned around and I said, hey, guys, just so you know, he's not the one. Don't do that. And they just didn't hear me. Marcus, uh, I shouldn't say which one it was. <laughs> um, he walked over and he looked at these guys and he, he was counting these. And they didn't know what he was counting your seats, right? Bring <laughs> a dead ball. He came over, looked at him, and he just, kind of just doing mental notes and they did the smart thing which is leave because a Morris brother will come right through there I don't 50 grand punch <laughs> you in your mouth like hmm. you notice how no one messes with the Morris brother at any time the yeah. moment they get into something everyone's like okay you're right you're right we're cool like no one's ever going meet me in the top are those the most like ready for the smoke wait, wait, players wait. all the smoke really? they live in smoke <laughs> they, have, they live in a chimney a perpetual chimney of smoke like really yeah so the meet me in the tunnel like the meet me in the tunnel thing you think is a lot of bullshit it's amongst players I've seen the tunnel meetings. Really? Yeah. Who would you see me in a tunnel? Can't go there. But okay. I'm saying that's a real thing. But certain guys. And it, does it pop off or they get separated? Some have popped off. Oof. But, um, I like seeing that. But rarely do you see. You're talking like, about sex? <laughs> Thunder Dan, Dan Marley back there. <laughs> Depends on who's doing the broadcast. Hey, you two, Veronica, whatever your name is, meet me Man in the tunnel. tunnel. It's Big Dick Daniel. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming through. I'm coming for them tunnels. <laughs> I've got my little son's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Only shoot threes on the court. These dimes need to get it back. <laughs> but yeah, so the Morris brothers, I feel like not only can they play, yeah. not only are they really quintessential team guys, but they they live in smoke. True that they have the same bank account still. Uh, it's also true that uh, when they played on the same team, they would, you know, if they had separate workouts, one of the brothers was tired, another one would cover the workout. Like they really did that. Kansas, go to each other's classes, a whole nine yards. What about each other's chicks? Mm -hmm. I, would, I wouldn't even phrase, I wouldn't even form a sentence about anything to do with the Morris Brothers off the court stuff, just in case they listen to Flagrant 2, they don't have time to hear the whole context, and we're, we both die. I just want to know who's is bigger. <laughs> <laughs> because I know who's bigger than both of them. <laughs> Mr. Marley! Mr. Marley, slow down! Mr. Marley! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, uh, I haven't. I mean, the Chris Childs two piece on Kobe. Oof. I feel like. Oof! Oof! That is, that is, Come on now! Yeah. Come yeah. on now, girl! Like the fact that it's your Rondo, favorite podcast, man. The fact that Rondo landed, and Chris, Chris, Chris Paul is our no joke. Chris Paul will fight you. He's from the Triangle. I mean, this is a, this is a, this is the Carolina Wake Forest. He's been doing this right. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't believe that Rondo landed that shot. Left hook to the jaw piece. But the unseen part of that was uh, the upper caught him with that. Upper. But we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But back to the star of the story, my man Brandon Ingram. Oof. Coming in like MC8 from Menace Society. Braves. <laughs> Flying. Yeah. I was like, I, I might sign him. I might hold Kawhi out for, for if that guy's going to fight that quick. Really? I love that stuff. Other good fighters in the league or people that are afraid of? Are there a couple guys? Uh, dude from Miami with all the crazy tats. James Johnson. 
Oh, but I know James from up in oh, yeah. Yeah, Toronto. Because he can actually do MMA, karate, MMA. bro. MMA. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of dudes who can really fight. That's why there's not a lot of, a lot, a lot of fights at all. And and Pat got him under control. He was like an alcoholic. Yeah. And he, he got played, his life he, together. He can play. He can hoop. He can hoop. Uh, but yeah, there's a couple guys who I think that- Who know, else? Who else you really don't fuck with and who? Because I feel like Draymond, every they 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 call Draymond's card and Draymond really barking. He not barking. I thought Bradley Beal really kind of exposed him. Yeah, that's Bradley did, and a couple other dudes kept kind of exposed. I don't know, man. I think Draymond. I mean, I'm not I'm not really testing dudes from that part of Michigan ever. Really? Mm-mm. I think Draymond's just charismatic, so sometimes they can mistake that for weakness. So, okay. Anybody um, else? I think there's, I mean, there's a couple dudes. I mean, obviously, Ty captains that that ship. Um, funny story about a dude, a European center, who uh, hit hit Ty in the back one game, and then apologized so profusely. The rest of the game. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was like one of those ones where he looked at him, and the dude was just like the rest of the game helping him up. Like I've never seen anybody's soul get snatched like that. Was it out of fear? Was it like fear, 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 fear straight fear. fear? Not like no. I respect this guy's event. I fucked up. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. That right it was there. both both yes okay and like, does ty kind of appre- appreciate that he goes look you fought you should or nah but he did but they also played him again yeah I, I i do forgive you but you still get the consequence of this so he got caught a couple times dominguez elbow let's go dominguez hills is that the high school uh he's also on a farm yeah dominguez um yeah yeah man he's, he wasn't a farm he would commute mom would drive him okay Spend five hours in traffic to get him where he needed to be. The whole nine yards. God bless, man. I, look, I don't want to keep you too long. We've been talking forever. We could continue talking forever. I'm yeah. so grateful that you came by and chopped it up with us, man. Truly, thank man. you so much. It's Whenever awesome. you want. Oh, dude, absolutely. And I'm definitely thank you gonna. For me. Oh, dude, thank you, man. These are, the stories are great to hear, and I appreciate you praying for Mello with us. Um, let them know where they can get you. Let them know where they can uh, um, find you, see I mean, you, Hillsong speak. Church. Uh, NYC, we're at the Manhattan Center, a block away from MSG. Yo, check it out, man! I went; it was so much fun. Yeah, you don't a have block to, away from MSG. Yep. Yeah. Sunday, what are you guys up to? Like four different? Yeah, ten o'clock, twelve o'clock, two o'clock, six o'clock, eight o'clock. Five. Um, got two out in Jersey, two services, but it's cool. I think it's worth somebody having a look if you haven't really felt like church was for you. I think our church is definitely for you. Um, I completely agree. If worst you are, case, we'll have a great time. Yo, worst case, and I would also say this: if you are new to New York. And you maybe were used to like a community in this place where you're from. Yep. It is a great place to establish, I I felt, community. And yep. I had a, but my barber, who I brought once uh, yep. with me, and uh, he had been going a few times. And then he got the VIP Carl Lentz treatment. He was like, <laughs> bro, it's different up here. I set up in the bleachers. You know, but... Uh, but he, he was like, yeah, I came here once because it's just something reminded me of home and mm. it was nice to kind of get ingrained with these folks. For. We're fighting to create yeah. a community within a city that doesn't have it. Also, hottest chicks of any church I've been to. Smoke shows. Can't really comment on that. I will. You can. <laughs> with, with all due respect, very attractive women that attend this church. Hoes or not? Of course not. Not on Sunday. <laughs> so what about Saturday? You know, but they, you know what? There's six other days, my That's brother. <laughs> I know some of these girls be working you know at what? One Oak. We, we, we normally say everybody's welcome except for one guy. You know who we can't let set foot in our church? Who? Big Dick Dan. <laughs> 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 Guys, this has been an episode of Flagrant 2. Carl Lentz, Akash Dick, Andrew Schultz, Peace. Alex Media. Love. Thank y'all so much for listening. Peace. Love.